0: So here we are with Carlin. This interview has been arranged by Christian of KRN-TV. Huge shout out to Christian. All links will be in the description box. Carlin's got his own channel as well, so please go down and support his work. It's a mad story. We've got London gangland. We've got a judge putting Carlin away and and double life sentence saying, you know, you're so dangerous, you should never be out. But it's also... A story of redemption because we've got a critically acclaimed play was written and featured multiple books and carlon is now on the right path but you're going to hear a lot more about what led to the madness in a minute <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, all jen's links are in the description box as well so huge thank you for coming on yeah definitely where about did you grow up then i grew up in south london um,
1: New Cross, Deptford, Lucian, South East London.
0: What was it like for you growing up?
1: Um. Yeah, growing up for me in South London was very exciting. Um, that's how I, I viewed it at the time. I was from a criminal family. Um, who were hustlers of the Ice order. So it was very normal for me to see mummy in a 10 grand Furco, Rolex and Iris So
2: both your parents are criminals?
1: To start with, but my father very, very, very early. Um if he was a criminal, he was a minor criminal hustler, but went straight into business from I remember when I was I think he opened his first shop, B's and G's at the Greengrocers when I was about eleven or ten. Mm. And he's never looked back. He's always he's straight business. Um my mother, uncles, aunts, on my mother's side, um, were hustlers or criminals, uh, the majority of them. Um, so, yeah, as I said, seeing the females, whether it's my mother or my aunt, dressing dressed in a certain way, or my uncles wearing cropped shoes, and that was just all normal.
2: So, to me, that seemed normal. So, having it instilled at quite a young age, obviously inflicted, you
1: very young? Yeah, it just seemed normal um, to have the best things,
0: yeah. So what about education? Was that encouraged or frowned upon, or? No, I wouldn't say that at all, but uh, for myself,
1: I was very, um, I didn't finish school. And then um, getting kicked out of school, secondary school, no, so then I, no, I went to boarding school. I went to boarding school in um Guildford. Mm. Um, a school called Glatham Grange. Um school was great. It was big building, swimming pool, tennis courts, woods, bikes. <laughs> we had lots of bikes. Um and the teachers and the format and the way it ran. Um was great. Um, so how come you ended up in boarding school? What, what was I ended in boarding school because I, I got kicked out of school a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So it's due to bad behavior. Usually you go to school and you get kicked out. Then you might go to the local center, they call it the center. Then you might get sent to a boarding school, which is meant to be for bad kids. However, um, I'm not sure if all the kids there were bad because um, it wasn't that kind of place where everybody was fighting.
0: It was it was cool. What were your mates like back then? Um when I was at boarding
1: school. Mm. Um do you know what it was? Yeah, it was we had three we had warlords, no sorry we had warlords. That's where I was located at boarding school. Um that was one house, and then we had Panthers, which was the second house. And then we had the final house was Red Devils. That's where Tyson was. Um, Tyson was um, Red Devils. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it was calm. We all got on. Um, there was obviously the rankings. but
2: well, I don't know, 11, 12. So I'm not even in that argument. How many of them were, how many students were in the room boarding?
1: Like, was it proper dorms? It's proper dorms. I would say in each room, maybe, I'm just f- thinking back to the room now, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, maybe 14, 16 to
2: 20. So in boarding school. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I I had, so, I Sorry, friends, just had, I had friends for school.
1: Yeah. yeah. Outside of school, I had a few friends as well from around my area. Um, yeah, I used to get up to bad stuff with. At night, were
2: there beatings? Cause one of my ex partners said at night at the ma- like the man's boys' boarding <laughs> okay. school, they'd give each other pastings. Who the staff? No, the uh, students.
1: <laughs> every the night and, every like, now and again, they'd rush the um, your door might get rushed.
3: And what it happens might, during
1: a rush? It might have happened once or twice. The Beatings, dorm wars, dorm wars. Yeah, it's all fun and joy, it's nothing. It's, Really, but yeah, they are dorm might rush Red Devils, didn't happen often. <laughs> that, yeah, it didn't happen often because you know what? You, you had the three best fighters you had Anthony Reid, who was on Panthers, in my view, he was, the, he was the best fighter, and then you had Gary Nelson Tyson, he was on Red Devils, he was second best he doesn't agree with me but that, <laughs> that's what we thought sorry about that <laughs> and then we had Leroy Brown who was third he's on our wing. he was on our arm ward and then we had the fourth best which was Leroy Smith he was also on our so you had to be very careful he was coming to a rush <laughs> to get it, so it didn't act, it's not something that happened regular and if it did happen it's very trivial
2: talk me through a rush I've never heard Ten of
1: guys might just run on and just steam everyone, <laughs> what? and then steam off again before staff come. Or yeah,
0: no, think, what, what was nothing. was his been, last name? Who we just interviewed. Smith.
1: Not the same Lloyd
0: Smith we just interviewed. Yes.
1: No, I think you're talking about the one who shot the cop. Yes. Yeah. No,
2: no, no. Okay. No. Oh. So, what
1: were your favourite subjects? Um, favourite subjects at school. <laughs> English,
3: live
1: um, English, English and sports. What type of stage? sport? Yeah, English and sports. What, t- uh, what type of sport? At school I liked, from earlier I liked most sports, um, even snooker. Um I didn't know they had
3: snooker
1: schools. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, do you know what, that was way back in it. I, I remember watching the Steve Davis Dennis Taylor final. Yeah. Right I can't remember what year that was. This is in the Alex the Hurricane 8-5. Higgins era, isn't it? Like, yes, 85. Yeah. Yeah. that like gripping black like final. And I've been in just snooker ever since. But yeah. um, at school, we used to do a lot of track and field.
2: Running. Yeah. <coughs> so, your first brush with the, with the law was when you were 11. That's correct. When you were at boarding
1: school. Yes. I think it might have been just before, just after. Yeah, around that time. And what happened? I got arrested for a robbery, um, street robbery, me and my early childhood crime partner, Chubba. Um, then we got arrested and banged up in Lucian
0: Police Station. How did they get, how did they catch you? They just caught us. Wasn't very
1: good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, so, got caught in the act. I think we might. I'm, I'm. I'm. pretty sure we got actually caught in the act. Or yeah. I can't really remember to be honest with you. But I think it was very a quick. We was caught very quickly.
2: And what did they do with you when you were arrested? Because you're only eleven.
1: They bring you to the station, call mother, and yeah, you sit there waiting for mother to come. knowing you're going to get the beating of your life. <sighs> that was the only concern. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I remember about that first of us.
0: Did that stress you out waiting for your mum? 100%. Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I know what comes next.
0: Mm.
2: And you didn't get any charges, obviously, being 11, or was it a caution? I think I definitely got charged.
1: I think i got a caution.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, i got a
1: caution.
0: Wow. So when you uh, finished living in Guildford then, what was your housing arrangement after that? Um... Pretty soon after that, I was
1: told I was going to Jamaica on holiday. And I packed my bags and jumped on a plane. And I arrived in Jamaica. I wanted to be told, you're not going back. You're staying out here with us. You're a bit rough. You're, you're a bit rough finding edges, you. And I was left there for a full year. I was in Jamaica for a, a year. I went to school out there. Um, I had a cousin. He was the same age as me, he's a month older. Um, so I was staying with my aunt, my cousin, her son, and she had two other children. Um, and yeah, we went, I went to school out there. So I went to the same school as him, um, primary school secondary, which was in Washington Gardens in Jamaica. Um, pink uniform, blue uniform. They used to do two shifts. after students go to school in the morning, half in the afternoon.
0: Um, yeah. So did that chill you out? Was that the theory that they were going to put you out there for a year and you were going to chill out a bit? Yeah. <laughs> did it work? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no, no. <laughs> no. School was brutal. Was, was it?
1: it?
2: Yeah. Are
1: they very strict over there? <coughs> They're strict in some them. if you if you act up, you're getting canes. Mm. But what they used to do with me, because I was English, they used to say that English people would come from this cold country and we've got too much ice in us. So... Instead of beating you, we think you should stand out on that big concrete in the sun during lunch. Hence why I'm darker at certain parts of my body. So I'd be standing in the sun, standing in the sun, telling myself I'm getting a suntan. That's where I used to stay, where for my punishment. As well as getting the beating.
2: And how old were you at this point?
1: 12. Yeah, 12. But school was fine. Um, Brutal. lot of fights, um, but definitely fun.
0: Did you make friends easy in Jamaica?
1: Yeah, I did, because my cousin already had a set of friends. Um, He's my first cousin as well. So we had our own straight away. Plus, I just come from England. Everybody wants to know the English kid. (laughs) And I had access to money at that point. Um, Yeah.
0: That's what it was. So, what, what does was the decision to bring you back to the UK? Me screaming!
1: I've been screaming for <laughs> a year um, to get back to England, and uh, my mum flew out after a year, and yeah,
2: took me back home. She seen what how you were, thought I'm dragging him back.
1: No, I think it was just
2: he's had long enough. Mm. He's coming back. Long enough punishment. Yeah.
0: Mm. So how, how many years have you not lived at home now? Because you got your boarding school, you got Jamaica, but now you're back at home after so many years. Um Well, I, I, when I
1: come back, I come from Jamaica eighty mm.
0: so 87. A, a few, innit? Four. So how does that feel to go back to your home after so many years?
1: Um... I don't know it was it was it was kind of cool but when we came back um, I was at my grandmother's house by now I'm running I'm running wild now I'm not, so I'm, I'm on the streets uh, so yeah I've lived my whole life.
2: So how did you get into the streets who introduced you um
1: everyone around me was involved in the streets mm. my friends were involved in the streets. So, it, it, when I came back, I obviously bumped into um, guys who are a few years older than myself mm. from the area who we were the main guys from my age group and above. They gave me my nickname,
2: which was Jigger. No. Where's my mum got that from? Please
1: police put that in the newspapers. My
2: oh!
1: And it was Tiny, T I M Y. Why is that? You have to say it,
2: oh. saying that.
1: So, yeah, they gave me that nickname, that was 1987.
2: Because you were so short?
1: Yeah, I was the smallest. and I, I was 13. I was 15. So I'm small for my age. Um, yeah. Why did the police call you this? Yeah. Because I got stopped on one occasion. Maybe two. They asked me my name. And I said my name was um, Sean Carter. Isn't that, who's that? Jay-Z. Jay-Z, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I used it, I said my name was Sean Collins on one occasion. Did they
2: take
0: it? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. From there. Chica. So in the streets then, what activity <coughs> are you getting involved in, like, dealing drugs or... Early stuff? days, no. Early
1: days, were just a lot of street robberies. Um,
0: and I'm 30... Burgeries. because you're the little one. Are they sending you in the window and that kind of thing.
1: we well, be the watcher. No, everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. Really, everyone's got their own work
0: rate. Right? Everyone's doing their own little
1: whatever their us is. Um, no one ain't really. Remember, we're young, so we don't need much. We just need money to buy clothes, maybe to buy some weed or ash, some drink to go out to raving, maybe for cat fare. You didn't need a lot. On a Saturday night, you had 60, 70 quid in your pocket. At that age, you're cool. Really
0: so it was really early days. What was your introduction to the rave scene? Um, acid. <laughs> when it first came. Strong. Yeah, when it, when it, when
1: it first came out. And those... What was
0: it, California Sunshine
1: and things like that back
0: then? Michael Dots. Or... Michael Dots.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, Michael Dots. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean is a
1: bit about that. Yeah, hallucinating and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the early days when it first came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, we was there, um yeah. What about your early access scene? That'd have been a bit later. Okay. That was Jungle Days when Jungle first started. Late nineteen ninety two, early nineteen ninety three. Okay. That's where jungles has gone. Astoria, Sunday Rose. It's gone off. That's the computer chip there. By now, we're stealing computer chips. Mm. Make, first time making real bread. And um yeah, going to all the waves. How does that work stealing computer yeah. chips? At first we'd steal the boxes. So you just find buildings that are computers. From government buildings to hospitals to colleges to universities.
2: So you've worked your way up from street robbery to house burglaries to actually quite a sophisticated robbery of government property. Burglary. Burglary.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but bur- they were the um, commercial burglaries. That's what they were called. You
2: came up with the idea?
1: <coughs> um... I don't know, but uh, there's a few guys who were a bit older than me who were on it already, making really good money from it, and it somehow came our way, and yeah, we didn't look back. How um, much you get for a chip? It depends. Before it was we used to keep, at the beginning we take the full box, so it'd be like five eight sixes, four eight sixes, and you might only get one fifty two hundred two hundred pound a box. So let's say you get 40 boxes, you bring them to the guy, leave it with him, come back maybe five, six hours later and he pays you. Mm. Is it, it dependent what's on the chips? Exactly, no. but what he was doing, we didn't notice for years. What
2: do you notice? Say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: But what we didn't know, what he would do, in that period we was gone, he would take out the chips when we come back he give us back ten of the boxes he say those boxes said no words oh. I'll pay you for these From I mean, later on about two years down the line he's confessed like look you need to be getting the sims now you don't need the boxes he gave us a stat- static proof bags which the chips had to go into
2: and what sort of information were on said chips I have no idea you didn't know they just mega- megabytes aren't they
1: mm-hmm. oh. they're called sims
2: so, would someone give you the information of which building to go to, to then perform it, that they want, like, your client would say, I need you to go to this building on this day and get the these chips?
1: That happened once or twice. Mm. If that happened, you're lucky. Someone's going to give you a building. But we could find them ourselves. Anybody use colour, companies, you use Apple Max. Apple Max, we're getting a £1,500 a box. Do you get it? Yeah. So, your local hospital, they wear computers. Your local college, they've all got computers. So we just went around the country, from here to Manchester, to Devon, to Cornwall, and we just got computers, sold them, just kept it moving. Did you
0: get known as, like, the computer chip gang or something? Yeah. (laughs) Did you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they called us the Christopher Wren gang at that time. Um, Because the old, them old £50 notes, they used to have Christopher Wren on the back. And the guy who paid us would pay us with only £50 notes. And um, I remember two of my friends at the time, Sparks and Trevor, they got paid and they put all 50 pound notes all around their top on their sleeves and their socks. The window wipers hanging out the windows. They pulled up. I was like, what's all this about? They said, yeah, we're just feeling ourselves today. i <laughs> like, okay. And I swear they had just... just struck <laughs> <laughs> Weird, but yeah, um... But that
0: must have brought all the heat then.
1: Um, in terms of... Cops.
0: Mm-hmm. You know you got a name for yourselves. they got extra resources to try and get you.
1: That's maybe, maybe not. <laughs> they, was a, they was on
0: us. They said
1: it was a professional outfit. And I got arrested for handling the stolen goods. Ended up getting three years. Where were you when you got arrested? <clears throat> you said where was I yeah um I think I was in North London actually waiting for my guy to pay um me for some computers and I remember I stayed in I stayed in an old tennis Swiss cottage the night before and I was waiting for this guy to come some other guys turned up with a load of computer chips and we ended up buying the chips off them ourselves with our own money Knowing we're going to make maybe 15, 10, 15 on it. Anyway, we got nicked to everything, lost that, and ended up getting birded as well.
2: Was it a setup?
1: No. Mm. It, it didn't happen there and then. No. No. I don't think so. No.
3: no.
0: So, what kind of charges and what were you
1: facing on that one? It was handed in stolen goods. That's the thing about computers. It was big money, but small bird. Mm. Yeah, so except for he was just handling the stolen goods. Um, yeah, that was a charge, I got three years. I called a friend, I got two. That's an old baby. Where were you held originally? Um, one of the locals, I think it <coughs> might have been Pentonville, or. I think it might have been Pentonville, actually. Yeah. And what was your lawyer telling you? Was my lawyer telling me?
2: Yeah. Two to three? Yeah, two to three. So you got what you said? So yeah. What was your first day like going
1: in? Um, That wasn't my first time I ever went to prison.
2: Yeah. I'm saying that wasn't, I'm saying. Oh, it wasn't? Yeah. Okay. No. What was the first time? Can we go back to that?
1: The first time I ever went, went to prison was after I came back from Jamaica in January. Um, 1987 I got sentenced to four years DC, which was a deten- detention centre in October 1987 mm. and they sent me to a place called East Sutton Park which is a female prison now but then it was a detention centre <laughs> <Whoa. laughs>
0: I hope he was recording You've got to keep yeah, that in, James. Yeah, 100%. That's in the trailer. I heard it creak, and I thought, it's not going to snap. It's not going to snap. I'm going to go get a chance with it. We don't cut out our bloopers. Jaw-dropping story. Hope you enjoyed. Jen and I just landed screwing on our oh. asses. Anyway, back to the story. Definitely. It was the first prison Isn't, sentence, Carl. Yeah, I was sentenced to four months detention
1: center in 1987. And I was sent to East Sutton Park. Um, and I had to do
0: two months. Um Brutal. Brutal? Yeah. As soon as you went in?
1: Yeah, it was just brutal.
0: What was um, the first day like then?
1: I can't remember the first day. I just remember that... I remember Captain Kitwreck. I'll never forget him. There's a guy called... A prison officer called Captain Kitwreck. Kit-wreck. Because you had to have all your... T-shirts and everything had to be folded like army-like, and um, it's like a drill. When you came from work, you might have to, you might have six minutes to get changed, and then you got to go to the gym. So the last thing you want to do is when you get back to your room to go to the gym. You see like he's thrown like ten thousand pieces of pieces of paper that he's ripped up up into the air, from shampoo on your floor and from all your clothes all around the room how are you going to do that and not be late mm. somehow we used to manage it most of the time but I remember Captain Kitwick and I also remember we used to do a circuit every morning we used to do three laps of this gym and if you got caught cheating they would stop the class call you write like a big C on your back and everybody starts again it doesn't matter if you've done two laps and three quarters or you have one exercise left. He's cheated. You're all starting again. You don't want to be that guy with the C on his back. <laughs> and that's the main thing that I remember. What does
2: the C son. stand for? Um, cheat. It just stood for cheat?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. And so it was a dorm-like setting?
1: Yeah, it was a dorm-like
2: setting. How many of you were in the dorm? Um... I
1: can't even remember. Um... Well, it, might not I think it might it might have been single rooms, actually.
3: Huh.
1: It might have been single rooms. A long time ago. Wow.
2: And how old are you at this point?
1: Um... 14, I think. I think... I think I turned up 14 in October. And I think that's when I got sentenced, October. I think I was 14. Wow. Did, so- you, did you know people in Norway? Um, I knew one or two guys from Um Orchard Lodge, Stanford Stamford House, because as there's, there's, obviously, you've just come into the system, so to speak. They don't really know of you. I just come from Jamaica, so when you first started getting arrested, regular, at first they put you in like a secure unit, open, like Orchard Lodge. Then they might put you in Stamford House, which is over Gold Oak Road and as you're, get, you're still getting arrested and you're, you're heading towards then they start putting you in a secure unit within these places Stamford House and House. They House those were the main two units I think what done it is I was in Stamford House um, secure unit um, I was playing tennis with a guy called Bubbles from Labra Grove he's from Labra Grove and the carnival was on and we can literally air the calypso. And we're in this tennis court, and we're playing tennis. And we looked at this Asian guy who's got the keys. I'm saying, we said, bro. And they was, re-ren- they was renovating next door. So he's only using off. And we really knew there's only two doors to open and one on the road. And we're like, bro, he's got a car. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm the smaller one with some bubbles. He's elding. I've grabbed the keys <laughs> We've opened up one door ran through to all the bricks and the mortar Opened up another door We're out So I've come back and said Bro, doors, let We've gone over the walls And we end up in elaborate grove We got away
0: wow. wow
1: And um He came back after three days with a parcel He's happy He's got two hats a weed or whatever He brought back I stayed on the run for about a week And they brought me back tried it again but it didn't work. But um <laughs> yeah. And then
0: after that, my next
1: when I went to court about a couple of months later, they said yeah, you're ready, four months.
0: When you said they brought you back, how did they bring you back? How did you I called? got arrested
1: ah. somewhere once we got arrested for another crime mm. and you wanted just to escape from that security.
0: So that was young offenders and the next one was adults. Is that how it went? Um oh, no that was yeah that was the central centre. Yeah, so then the next one is the adult prison, is it?
2: Um, was there, no, that there, there was to adult is 18. Yeah, okay, so. yeah. That
0: was, um,
1: that was before that was like juvenile. Yeah, then after that, obviously, um, my next sentence was as a young adult, young adult, young offender, which is under 21. Okay, gotcha, mm.
2: and that was for the chips.
1: Oh, no, that was later for the chips I caught. My next sentence was um, for a string of street rappers. um in, I think, 89. And I got sentenced to a detained sentence of five years. Um, initially, we was in Felton. In fact, we was in Latchmere House, initially. Um, that's where the juveniles used to go. We didn't used to go to Um And then they opened up our wings, especially for us, called Nightingale in Thuron. And they moved all of us juveniles to Thuron, Um and put us on this new wing. It was like a, it was like guinea pigs. Um, and then from there, once I was sentenced, got my sentence, I went to Ellsbury which was like a rough why or why, um, yeah. I was breathing, and you come decap within that, and then you go home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Colin, during that one, then did you get any, involved in any dramas that got you sent to the block or anything like that? All the time, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Do
1: you know what it was on that sentence? That's my first, obviously, real sentence ever. Um. But because it was detained, that's what they had to give you if you was under 18. They had to give you a sentence. It's called detained, which meant you can have an EDR, you only never an LDR. So if you've got two years, you have to do two years or three years, unless you've got parole. Um, and you so you couldn't lose any days. So usually the deterrent is if you do X or Y, we'll take 14 days off you. They couldn't do that to us. So what they used to do to us is give us fourteen days removal from home wing, three days blocked, that's seventeen days. So anytime we'd get in trouble, we'd just get seventeen days blocked. But that was pretty normal. Um, yeah. What sort of trouble was it? It could be anything from fighting to um I might find might find a weapon. Anything,
0: anything. does gang culture from the streets was that was the rivalries inside the prison from the streets?
1: Um at that stage, um not really. Not for myself anyway. Um remember mm-hmm. I'm only I about fifteen at that stage. Um I suppose fortunately the guys who were running the prison I was friends with. So there's a lot of don't be wrong. Ellsby was wild, people getting slashed and that's where the lifers are. All the, like, the juvenile lifers doing life. Um, they're all in Ellsbury, so it's, okay. But, um, yeah, I didn't really get into too much. I'm, moving on. I'm saying that I was fighting all the time. Um,
0: yeah. So what was your plan when you got out of that one? What,
2: was my plan? Yeah. Yeah, my plan. Um... Did you think you were gonna stay off the streets or
1: did you think you were gonna, no? Nah, I just thought I was gonna come home and make some money.
3: That's who I was really interested in. I was just really interested in um, coming home and making
1: some money. I was thinking the other day, because one of my close pals back then, or from the later stages, a guy called Dean Wilson. Um, I was thinking the other day, I was telling a few stories, I'm like, I've kind of raised him from history. I've mm. put all these old stories out, and I haven't mentioned his name not even once. That's my right hand man. That's because I was angry with him about something. I just erased him. And some other day I was speaking to someone, and he goes, Wow, wow, what's happening with Dean? What? I went, Whoa. And I realized Dean was from Deptford, and um, he was in Elsbury. He was doing five years for drug trafficking. Not drug trafficking for shotting, selling, um, selling class A. But he was the same age as me. Um, so while we was on the road doing robberies, he was working with the Yardies, who were controlling our estates. So he would hide their drugs and their guns and whatever. And get, maybe get one day for the week where he could shop. So he might earn $1,500, two dollars on his day. Mm. As well as what else he can hide or steal. So I met him in, I know him from the streets, but obviously he wasn't in the same circle. So I met him in Ellsbury, obviously we're speaking, we're bonding. And yeah, um, a few of hooking up when we got on the roads, which I eventually be did. Mm. What did that lead to? <coughs> that led to the reforming um, and launch of GB Ghetto Boys. Um, There was... gangs before us from the area. Some referred to themselves as Ghetto Man Them, some referred to themselves as Loose shop Boys, whatever. Um, We came on and we just relaunched. And yeah, that's how it went.
2: And how did you structure this gang?
1: Um... There wasn't really too much structure in terms of... Obviously, we've got me and Dean, we the main guys. And we had a load of youngers. Um, when I initially came out, they was under... um, They was under the wing of someone else from another area. Some guy called Bucky. I've been hearing about him while well, in jail. He's got your youngers and... I don't know these guys by this time. I know their parents or their uncles or their brothers. i here. He's got these youngers and they're earning millions of pounds. Everyone's, everything's inflated. He's from Peckham. That's disrespect. You know, from Deptford. So we're coming out of the gates like this. Muscle. Been training for 40 years. <laughs> Let us at this fucker. Where is he? So come out. Just looking for Bucky and the youngers. And with one of their dads, actually, he's like, I can find them. Don't worry. I know where they are bumped into them so I approached him saying what's going on bro you're from Peckham You are from Deptford? what's good he didn't fold he was st- stand up so I said look I want you one easy life innit? give me a seat around the table and we just let it and he gave me a seat around the table
2: as easy as that
1: as easy as that um, and yeah it was, a, it was a, a happy family for a while making a lot of money with him. He, he was just more of a opportunist, opportunities kind of guy, but very lucky. Anything he touched turned gold. If he was here now, at that time, he'd go downstairs with two of the kids, come back in an hour's time, wherever the safe is ahead, I don't know where it is. He would find this safe, find the office where the for were safe and come back here with 50 grand and say, "Look, well, we got a gold now. He done that all the time on a daily, just magic. Anything he touched turned to gold, you know, like that? Mm. <laughs> um, that was Bucky. But then, yeah, after I think two or three months, he got kind of pushed the curve. And then we just had control of our own youngest. And they started to do our own thing Is when the computer chip error really kicked in. Mm.
3: That's
1: what I brought to the table in terms of, I was good at it. I could get the youngest cars, which they didn't have access to, because I was older. I knew more guys and females who had licenses who could hire a rental out, give them the money. Do you get what I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. And that's how we started to build our brand in terms of making money, um, the best clothes in the raves, jungles kicking off. Uh, we don't repeat our clothes when we wait once. That kind of thing. Man. Mm-hmm.
0: Who did the ghetto boys have beefs with? What were the gangs that we made rivals? Um... Historically, they had beefs
1: with Brixton and um, Peckham, one of the mainstream beefs. Um, but I feel like when I came out, because me and Bucky were friends for a period of time, he was Peckham, so that there was no get. So while the, my youngest may have had one or two Instance. It was of nothing of There was no time they ever came to me or I felt we had to go to Peckham to avenge something. Do you get it? Um and I feel like most of the beefs that did take place with these Peckham boys or these Brixton boys, it was all on my own. Um and a guy was saying to me the other day, a guy was saying to me, like, you wasn't really pushing no guns on these on your youngers. You didn't have them running around firing. You was doing everything yourself. So the all the beefs I did out with North Peck on a stay, it was on my own. Brixton, the twenty eights boss, which was one of the biggest gangs in London at the time. Their boss was up half a penny. Um, again, I went through them on my own. Um, so it was why they was area. There was never really area beefs. Um, under my watch. <coughs> She get it because no one was coming back. If you're coming back, then it's different. If you're coming back, then it's going to get messy. You, yeah, we've got to start getting ready
0: for these guys, but they didn't want it. Sometimes it's like an arms race between the gangs. So were you vulnerable because you weren't pushing guns on, on the youngsters? TVs, yeah. Or did you think that you could just stand as yourself and get the threats eliminated? Yeah, I, I,
1: I'm not sure I really analysed it
0: like that. As long as I had guns.
1: And I was, yeah, I, I felt invincible. Still so, one man army. Yeah, I felt I felt invincible. Um, and I was reckless. I'll shoot you anywhere. Um, and I had a reputation
2: as that guy would just jump out anywhere and just smoke you. Could we talk about your reputation today? Because I have read an article okay. about some of the stuff you used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go into people's homes, are we able to talk about that? We
1: can. Um, okay. As long as it's not connected to my case, because obviously,
2: um, I don't
1: want to really speak about anything that's gonna, um, drag up old, um, 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 situations for that's gonna make my
0: victims
1: from my crimes uncomfortable. Okay, because
0: we wait. We rather, rather than rather than say any victims or specific incidences, the, then maybe the just gen- generalize. know yeah. the kind of so tactics. To
2: torture tactics I like that one. Um, so, to torture victims, and um, mm-hmm. there's no judgement here, this mm-hmm. is your past, um, you've been known to use boiling water, body parts, uh, threatened body parts, to cut them off, mm-hmm. including, I don't know, pistol whipping, and among other things, I mean, at what age triggered you to think boiling water, pouring it over boiling water, over someone? was a good torture method? Um, as far as boiling water was concerned, I, I wasn't
1: really there. Mm. Um, in fact, I wasn't there when I mean um when that took place, my, my friend, um defendant um, As far as the other torture methods that we, we we used and I used, I explored that SCP. they're like, why would you threaten to cut off someone's dick?
2: Yeah, took right. me through that. Was were they killing fiddlers
1: or something? Or no, they had um, information on regarding drugs and money. And by <laughs> doing the SCP Self Change Program course? They're like, why? I'm like, well, I knew they'd give up the information, and they did. But they was like, yeah, but the psychologists on the course are like, that's not enough. What made you? And I could analyze it, and then I, I was able to break it down into one short. I put myself in their shoes. If someone held a knife to my private parts, asked me for information, I would tell them what they want to know. And that's the reason why um, we uh, I used that torture method Which to get information um, from
2: people who owed money or, yeah. It's not like a big toe. <laughs> So, sorry <laughs> no, <laughs> just no.
1: a big time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, So that's how we we was able to really narrow it down it ain't just a you want to scale a side and that wasn't enough those courses they're very intense <laughs> it was come down to the real crux of it was if someone done that to me then I would keep them the information and that just stops man stops all the pussyfooting around That was my mindset then. Um, I don't know nothing. I don't know where he is. I ain't got his
0: number. Yeah, it's just a waste of of time. This podcast is sponsored by Harry's. Harry's is way more than a super sharp razor company. They're here to revamp your whole routine, from close shaves and flake-free hair all the way to clear, healthy skin. Harry's helps guys feel great. For this sponsorship, Harry's is offering a free travel-sized shower gel with a trial set to you, the viewers, to give you a chance to try their other products as well as shave. Please make sure to support this podcast and give your own shower shave a go by redeeming a free Harry's trial set. All you cover is £3.95 pence for delivery. Just head to harrys.com. Forward slash Sean S H A U N to have your set delivered and start a shave plan. Your freebie will be added at checkout. That's Harrys dot com forward slash Sean S H A U N. Thank you for supporting Harrys. Link is in the description box below this video.
2: And how many times roughly would you say you did that? Um, five or six.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: One, two, 3,
2: 4... And it all
0: yeah. gave information. Yeah. yeah. Would you? <sighs> <Ben. laughs> I'm protecting my man parts all in the situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, so we've interviewed a lot of ex-cops, like ex-drug uh, cops and stuff like that, and they say this is kind of a function of d- drug policy by the government because the black market created by the drug laws, the gangs have got to have more... The gang with the most violent reputation is going to dominate the market and make the most money. So there's an arms race between the gang members to have the most fierce reputation. And if the drugs were legal, then a lot of this you know, would, would um, be eliminated. Do you think that's an accurate statement, what these cops have, have been telling us?
1: Um, it seems to make sense. Um, not that I personally was breaking it down like that or looking at it like that. um, Yeah, for me, it's about staying alive, bro. Mm. Just staying alive and um,
2: making as much money as possible. So talking about the pistol whipping instance, that's obviously the case, I won't name it, uh, that I read. What happened for you to go in there? Was it just a burglary, robbery? yeah no, just no, money was old right oh my going too
1: deep and um yeah and I went on a wild um chase to track down Do I believe to um do I believe needed to put track down um oh. but yeah I think cause then I that mindset of anyone involved in the drug game is fair game. That's my motto then. Involved in drugs, guns come with it, and you can lose your life. That's the game we're playing. We're playing, We're batting an ice order.
0: Um, Which gives an important message for young people, because they only see the glamorous side, don't they?
1: Well, that's what I, I said the other day, and something I put, I put out there, when you've got to scratch the surface, it looks glamorous. We may narrate it, and in a book It sounds glamorous. The clothes might look glamorous, the money might look glamorous, but it's not glamorous. And it all goes why? when you get nicked. It all goes when you get nicked. Because Ooh. that
0: young person could end up with someone, you know, doing those tactics, showing up at their house, couldn't they? Because there's no rules. Um and
1: it's even worse now. Um so yeah, they, they definitely have to be mindful of that. And that's one of the reasons why I in my authentic old old stories I'm giving to them so raw because I want them to understand. What's really going on about it being sugar-coated? Do you get it? Don't think it's been glamour. I'm not glamour. This is what it is, though. Do
0: you get it?
2: So now we can
0: get on to your... Well, one more goal. thing, then. Um, so I interviewed some mafia guys, and there's like a parallel of what you said. They said... One of them had been in the military. You know, I joined the military. I'm a killer. I could kill or be killed. If I'm in the mafia, everyone knows who's we signing up for the mafia, kill or be killed. D- did you feel some of that? Did I feel like. Kill like or be yeah, because of the gang, London gangland, you were in the heart of London gangland. It's kill or be killed. You've got to do what you've got to do to survive versus these competitors who could possibly come and try and rob you or, or kill you.
1: It's, it's that mentality.
0: Um, it's like.
1: For me, I remember from the early days when I first started getting involved in guns and started getting involved because I was known i'm it's not really out there yet on these um, good stories. I was known as the stick-up kid. I used to just hunt the, the guys with the drugs and wrap them up, okay That's what I was known for. I was known with that guy. Yeah, yeah, I'd sleep outside your house for days. I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be in your bin. I'd roll out from underneath your bed. I was on job. That's what I was known for. Um, so when you put that, so that means I'm good at finding people. So when you marry those two things together and then everyone's saying I'm going to die tomorrow. So I'm saying, okay, I'm going to die tomorrow. Today's going to be my last day, right? So if today's going to be my last day. I'm going to be the coldest motherfucker alive for today because it's my last day. And that's how I used to leave my house every day. you get it? I'm on the road with guns.
0: Were you off the drugs to, to keep your wits about you?
1: I smoke weed, but I try I to not to smoke it in a day. It slows you down, do you get it? Um, but yeah, and that, for a while,
0: it was that mould, it was, yeah, today's probably the last day, so.
3: Mm.
0: What about people coming to try and do tactics on you? Did you get any close scrapes of people? Yeah, well, <laughs> you do. You, 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 you do. Um, while hiding in their bins. Could you give us some stories of close shaves? Um...
1: There was was guys before me on the block, yeah, who, um, obviously had their reputations. Um, (laughs) and there's one guy called Sean, um, (laughs) Sean Bob, um, who had a reputation as a knockout specialist. He's more from Brixton, but he's come, but he's over our way. Knocking out everyone for a longer time. He's about like, two years older than me. What? And then um, what happened? We was in a. We was we was in a. We was in the mr two. It was my mr two, but it was in my uncle's name. And we got stopped in bricks and firearms. Please don't move. All of that stuff. Yeah. Um, we've been nicked, and they find a thirty-eight with distinctive gold barrel. Barrel's gold. Under the passenger the driver's seat. <coughs> so we get nicked. No comment. But he's he's told me he's got no comment. We've been remanded in custody. They used to have all-star committals at that point. So we came back six weeks later out of all-star committal and
0: they let us both out. So you guys got nicked, there was guns, there was the 38 with the 38 the gold. With gold barrel. <laughs> So they found this 38 with the um, the gold barrel. Um,
1: And we've been nicked. Car's in my uncle's name. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. No comment, not my car, not my (laughs) country. Yeah. East got no comment too. So they have all-star committals at that point. And, by the time we come back six weeks later, do the All-Star Commit, or they've let us out. And they've, um, on the way out, they've given us a copy of the interviews. So I've got in my girl's car, put in his interview, and looking here is, listen, God gave us all common sense. <laughs> He's got his fingers shot off. He's got bullet holes in his car. He's the most feared gangster in South London. Common sense should tell you whose gun it is. Mm. I'm not pointing no fingers, just using common sense. Wow. I'm listening to this. I'm like, whoa. <gasps> common sense. That's all he kept saying. God gave us all common sense.
2: I was like, all ah, right, cool. How did you feel hearing that from your friend? Apart um, from anger, obviously. Yeah, just anger
1: man, just like Yeah. Your trail. Time, Your time's up guys, you get that. <sighs> you get? It? And then what's happened is he's come out and he started to hang about with he starts to hang about with some ops, upside um set of guys who I had believed of property previously and they had a lot of money this firm. So he's got a big car and he, by the way I forgot to tell you he's Gabrielle the singer's brother they got the same mother same father um, I've known him before she blew
2: Gabrielle out of rage
1: yeah, 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 right. well. that, yeah. same father same mother um, yeah. that was his thing before she my sister's in the studio of 87 mm. she's gonna blow and she did blow whatever but anyway so he's there and he come out of jail and she brought him a car she brought him a, a new convertible um, he's around these guys and he's got big guns he's talking hard on the road I'm going to blow off tiny's head and, ooh, 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 and the streets are loving it there's a challenger they like all this sitting on the sidelines all that nonsense going on you know like that I'm saying cool but he's smoking drugs so give him a month he's gone down from the Mac tent now he's got a 38 he ain't talking so loud. Give him another month. That convertible's gone. It's a hard top. Now he's got a 9 mil and he's got a 2-5 and he ain't got no gun. Yeah, he's he's gone back to his level, his level, isn't it? Mm. I pulled up on him. He's like, you're the greatest! That's he wishes to do this. I spoke to this guy recently, and it's the mm. same, like maybe two months ago. First time I spoke to him in over 20 years, sure. You're the greatest. No one does it like you. There's not a man in South London who can talk to you. You're the king. All that stuff. He's forgot. That like, supposed to going to kill each other because he's been
2: smoking so much. It's fucking gone. He's trying to forget this.
1: And he's like, yeah, my landlord lives on this road. I want to go down there and get my stuff. He, he's taking a piss out of me. Woo, woo, woo. So that comes God's so who followed. To, on that world. Pulled up at his landlord's. And his house. Where he lived in the house. I think he rented a room or something. And um, going upstairs into these flats. He's knocked the door. Ew, ew, ew. The landlord's open the door. Would you want? Um, you can't get me all my stuff. And he's looked, but it's popped it. Yeah, I'm sure. I so you forgot? I ain't forgot, bro. He's baffled, he's like, what? The landlord's baffled. What the fuck's going on here? You just brought this guy to my doorstep and now he's got your gun, boy. I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, strip, mate. Yeah, mate, yeah, quickly. And he just, next he's running down the street, big swinging. Sorry. That was the end of, yeah, that was the end of his career. One of the contenders. Um, but we fair I spoke we spoke after that that was the end of yeah because he wasn't in the same and I was still on the move you get me um, but I spoke to him recently on a FaceTime someone has bumped into him who I deal with and he was just, I, don't, I don't know where they were they were somewhere like Wolverhampton or something and kept FaceTiming me this person I deal with he goes I've got someone else to talk to us, Ooh, and he come on He's dead did, oh great! It's like the greatest Our lives always be connected. Ooh. And um, yeah, that was, that was that was that was that was that was that was him. Um,
2: were you nice to him this time? Yeah,
1: we had a we had a we, had a, we had a, 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 a combo, but I think he's forgot about he he forgot about um uh, common sense, um. So yeah, I just use common sense and keep this Well,
2: it did you know you knew about the videotape? Or did you keep that under wraps until you seen him that time I mean he went down the street? Yeah, it was out it was out there. I told it was out there, like, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It was
1: in a hold. Yeah, it, it was it was it was it was um yeah, it, 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 it was definitely out there. Um oh, there was that then obviously that my I think my as I said in one of my audios, um I think the most fierce um rivalry for me at that time was with the twenty eighth boss,
2: half a Penny. Um R. Y. P. Half a penny. Yeah, penny. half a penny. Not like fifty cent, it's half a penny, It's half a penny. Sorry. Ruthless. Okay.
1: I first met him in Ellsbury. Um He's the creme of the creme for badness in Brixton. Animal. And said um, so I met him in Ellsbury and we all came home around the same time, late 92, early 93. And he had his gang, the 28s, he had the younger 28s around him. And a couple of them I'm related to. Um, one of my first cousins was around him and two of my stepbrothers was also around him. Um, and we fell out over Basically We were supposed to do a move together He fucked it up Um Because he fucked it up He um There was a knife in the car And when he would have the knife He'd be talking to artists When I had the knife Vice versa But fast forward The beef's on now Um He said He, he, he burned out my car Um I had to run off, um, and I think that, that was the day when I decided no man is ever violating, ever again. And, yeah, um, back then, too much into that. His door came off that same day, um, and it's out there, um, all his jewels got taken, um, and the war was on. And it was a sticky one. You had to watch out for this guy, because this guy catches you like slipping. He ain't playing no games with you. He's a savage. Do you get?
3: Mm.
1: But I was kinda saved because cause I had family members around him. He's saying to them, Where's his baby mother live? Yeah, we know I know he lives so, as well. Give it but they're not giving it up though
2: false information
1: like, they're like can't mm. give you that which they can't which where is it I was, if I was someone else then they knew that information they would have gave it up and we just basically over a period of years in jail and on the road we was at war Um, I think we had a few little incidents in high down I've met him in high down he's on crutches with broken foot He's like, yeah, we're family, bro. Your brothers are around me. Your cousins are around me. Why are we worrying? And I bought it. I should have fucked him up. That's what I thought. That's what I thought at the time. It was all nonsense. Yeah, but he's got a broken foot. Do you understand? Yeah. Next time I met him, and he didn't have a broken foot. He wasn't talking like that. Then I met him. I remember when I first got, um... When I first went to Long Lantern. I'm sitting in like, just been brought onto the wing. Sitting in a little room like this, with one of the guys who gives you introduction to the wing. You've just got it here. It's your tea bags, your pillar stuff. Who walks past the door? Half a penny. He we just went, there, ha ha
2: ha. <laughs> That's all he thinks. He laughed and walked past. I walked back past. You're uh, Sorry. Have you ever felt intimidated by him?
1: Not um, intimidated right now. I'm thinking, How am I, get I could to be, it? In, I could be in trouble. yeah, it. it? it's on. You know, like that. Not, not intimidating. no intimidating. not time to be intimidated. This is beef at the highest level. You could die today. This guy is not. This ain't no average gangster. This guy be poke you. Sure, he might, he might poke you up 50, 60 times. Normal for this dude. What precautions did you take when you saw him walk past? <laughs> when he's walked past. He's on the same wing, we're on the wing. So we're in the same wing together, isn't it? Yeah. <coughs> anyway, I've come out of the room and we um he's coming like. me me you talk, man? Well, listen. I got 15 man here right now. With the, with the biggest shanks. Really dig you up. Yeah? Um spin the cell door you got 15 man ready yeah you took all my jewels run back my jewels yeah, you gotta run back the money for the jewels whoa, whoa 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 you remember when he had a broken leg I'm like bro I ain't slept a night since I took your jewels you deserve to get all that back how much you want big man he's like I want two grand or whatever it is Said, bro, light work, just give me the address, I'll get it posted there. He's like, yeah, bro, can't we? Family team boy, You're supposed to just run back the money and everything's good. So, bro, I ain't giving him fuck all, I'm buying time, yeah. You know? So, I've got this, <laughs> yeah, so I've got this, got these details. I need a shank, I've just got on the wing, so now I'm trying to get a shank, but i keep it low because if he hears all the wrong person hears, I'm trying to get a shank, yeah. Um. This white guy, I can't remember who it was, but this white guy who worked in the shops because they actually had the metal shops where you got the metals. so they're coming back with shanks like this that are sharper than anything you can ever imagine. So I'm saying to this guy, £100, bro, get me a shank. He goes, he's going to take two, three days. I said, £200, bro, get me a shank. 250 bro, I want it tomorrow. I want it now, I want it yesterday. He said, I'm on it, I'm on it. He's on it. Remember, we've got Penny wanting his money. Yeah? And then I...
2: Um, <laughs> after, after
1: Penny? Yeah, after Penny. <laughs> after the second day, he's gone on the phone, he's checking. He said, this money's here, I'm over there. I ain't got the shank yet. <gasps> I'm like, oh my God, this guy's taking too long. Penny's checking, to see the money's landing because I've said it's been posted. <coughs> Back, the guy called me. Oh, lad, give me a shank. about like, that big? Sharp the handle. put that in. Feel a bit better now. You get me? It's a penny off the phone. There ain't no money. There ain't no money, bro. Suck your mother. Look, <laughs> so he's popped off this thing. My man's covered the camera. A next man covered the camera. Like are going to do a sword fight. No one ain't getting too close. Of course, the camera's been covered. The bell's gone. The screws have all come running. So I'm there. Everyone's kind of, they fucked off. The pennies go into the kitchen. He already had, he had oil already boiling. So his plan was the money's there. I'm still going to fuck you up. So he had the oil like 20 tubs of stalk. So he's gone for the stalk. Um, and it, it, how did it go? He went for the stalk. Went, went for the. And he's trying to get to me to bind me down and. I've had to swerve around that way and he can't really, can't really get to me, but he wants to burn me up. And I think that ended with us saying, let's go to the freeze. And this out, uh, who dies dies. That's how we're talking. Whoever dies, dead dead. This is Abbey uh. out. So, so we're going to the freeze. And I turned when I tried to get him on a sly one. Um and that was the, that, that, yeah, that that was the end of that really. Um Cause he ended up getting He got killed a few days later When he went home
3: Oh my goodness Holy shit Yeah he got,
1: he got He got stabbed by um Just some random guy On his estate But he was heavily Um Hooked on drugs I believe I think I think he was taking heroin Um Cause a lot of guys Do their bird like that They, You, you get Um yeah, I think he, he kind of got hooked on like, the hard stuff. He didn't have what he's supposed to... He didn't, yeah, he he wasn't the same guy as he was. Come on, the, the young guy, they don't know him. He tried to take a liberty. They've stabbed him, he's dead. What
0: are the times when you
1: got stabbed? I got stabbed... Um, on two occasions in jail. What caused him? Um, the first time I got I got... I got I got stopped once on the road, which was random. Some sixty-year-old man cut me. What? Yeah, it was. Um, I was. It was a bank holiday weekend. I never forget. Um, I pulled up outside the barber shop. I saw one of my friends in the barber chair, and the seat next to him was free. So I pulled up outside. This is my block. Jumped in the seat next to him. I'm talking to. My guy, this old guy's like, you can't sit in that seat, bro. I'm not even acknowledging this guy we're just having a conversation. He's like, bro, you've got to get out of that seat. You can't sit in the seat. I'm not even listening to him. Uh, I'm not even acknowledging him. So where are we going tonight, bro? What's going on? Okay, da da And then when I got finished my conversation, I was walking out and he just cut me in my back. Well, as I got to the door, with a, with a standing on the cut okay. force, whoosh, on my back, and locked the door. So I was around the corner, not too far, I got a brick smashed out the window, and I'm getting out this glass to go and get this guy in it. And then the police just turn up. And then he's come out and he's yeah, lock him up. I'm saying, bro, look. Criminal damage, GPH. It's just let it be, innit?
3: No! I'm
1: saying, bro, you don't own the shop. And ironically, the guy owns, the person who owns the shop is my pal's granddad. It's the only person who can press charges for criminal damage. is the person who owns the shop. You can't do that. So let me go, bro. And I'll let you go. No, lock him up. I got nicked anyway. Oh, man. Piss out of warrant for me. It's bank holiday
2: weekend. So you
1: weren't getting out till Tuesday? Till Tuesday. I got one phone call. What I called? I called my pal. (laughs) We've landed on the shop. Tony, what's happened? It's like, sweet, no worries. Got took to Arlo. I didn't get out till Tuesday, I didn't get out till Tuesday. Pissed. Um, Then the next time I got cut was, HMP Lam, Lam bear beefs are going on. <laughs> um, it's Ramadan. Everyone's um, fasting.
3: Mm.
1: Everyone's Muslim. There's a lot of strategies going on, and people are Muslim for all different reasons. Everyone's pretending to be religious. It's all bollocks. Yeah. Everyone just. It's just. For their own everyone's got their own reasons. Did you get it? But I'm in there as well with the bollocks, I've got my rope on and um all praying and whatever. <laughs> it's funny times. All really <laughs> praying. And um I was in the kitchen and this guy's come from behind, he's cut me hair. Is it hair? Right? Oh uh, well, I
2: can't mean forward too much.
1: This one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, about it. yeah. In my face, he's bolted. I caught him bolt within four steps. I've got him. Bam, 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 bam. And he's dropped the strap. I got it by his trousers. I picked the knife up, but it's a razor, but it's, it's it's broken. There's nothing left of it. It's actually broken off. I've let my man go. He's bolted. Chuck that. I picked up his pot. The guy's gone into a cell, and now. Um, I'm saying to the brothers get the door open because he's broke the rules we're all Muslim we're all praying it's Ramadan he can't attack another brother that's against the beam Do you get it? and they quickly said you're right told him yeah give him five minutes yeah yeah tiny's gone bro yeah yeah they took him off got the door off I'm in there it's me and one guy in there, um oh, when I saw, So I'm licking up this guy and then Granty hit him with his pot and I stopped, I said, no, 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 don't hit this guy. Stay out of this. I don't want this guy guys, to tell people that he cut me and then we came and rushed him. No, 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 you cut me and I got you. Mm. Don't touch this guy, stay out of this. I'm fucking him up with this pot. He's screaming. Ah, my like, yo, bro. Same voice, though. Like, look. You cut me, you know? I didn't scream. Kyle did it? Like, hold oh, your know thing. That, 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 mash. Yeah, like, bro. What's the noise? You fear Allah. You don't fear nobody else. Shh. Look what you done, bro.
2: Look. You cut.
1: Fucking him up. Do you get it? After about 20 minutes, screws have come. 20
2: you see?
1: Yeah, it was long. After the screws have come, whatever, I've gone elf care, whatever, I've got butterfly stitches or whatever they was called. Um, I'm already thinking about tomorrow. Where did it come from? I don't even know this guy. Do you get me? Where did it come from? Does it come from the West London boys? Does it come from somewhere a bit closer? Mm. Do you get it? It's definitely ahead. Do you get it?
2: What happened to the guy you attacked?
1: Um, he's in the block now, After that no. day we, we
2: After you beat him,
1: did he go to hospital? <clears throat> just healthcare, like where I went.
2: Yeah. Um, he wasn't drinking out of a straw, something? No, he didn't get it out of his box
1: to get it um I just I might be able out have a knife.
3: Do
1: you get me? Um But what's happened now is and I was mindful of that as well, I was mindful because I was thinking it was connected to some other people who was in the jail. That's who we really wanted. You know. this, this is a full soldier. So we can violate him and fuck him up and whatnot. But we don't want to do it too bad where we don't see the winner again, we can't get revenge. <coughs> so that night they locked us in the arm in the healthcare. And I don't you know they got them, you know them iron, you know they got the towers over the iron bars? Yeah. Might have been in the, the room there, yeah, the iron do. bars and tower bars over it.
2: Tower
1: Yeah. I pulled that off the wall. Oh, I'm in the healthcare. Open the window, I'm shut up in the back. It's a big thing, i shut up in that on the wall. It's from two o'clock in the morning, shut up in it. Thinking tomorrow I'm going to hit the landings, i to hit the corridors, I've got to have something in it. So I made that super tight. In the morning, the security governor, number one governor's come to see me. They said, what's, what's good? I said, Look, I don't want to press charges. I don't want to sue you. I just want to go back to my cell. Let's look at each other. So, shook my hand.
3: They love violence. I'm telling you, they love violence and dispersals.
1: Most prisoners would just separate you. No, anyway, so that was about half ten. At about half eleven movements, I've hit the corridors. Um uh, that was the first time after I've been in about ten years. That's the first time I've been hit. You get me? And there was a lot of hype over my name and I had a lot of enemies and man wanna get me and woo 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 So when I finally I've got it's a big deal, do you get it? So I've hit the corridors and they're like what's going on and woo, woo. And I'm thinking it's and then someone pulled me and said, no, it's not him. It's connected to him. Um It's connected to a guy called Chaos, who's the head of the Muslims in jail. Do you hear? Oh, we've heard about chaos. It yeah. sounds like it's yeah. chaos, yeah. Yeah, we've heard Yeah, it is it's connected to my man. And it went back to Um when we was on the when I was on the unit with with Tyson, who was next door to each other. Like I said, we used to go to school, but when I got remanded, put on the unit, he got nicked for his case, they put him next to me. So I was there with him on his case, and, and they wanted to get him on the cop, the cop murder, and they called that Operation Refresher. Anyway, um, they had a couple of incidents with Chaos, with Chaos snitched, um, where he rode on Chaos and um, smoked the passenger. Yeah, curtains that kind of thing mm. and there was a couple other incidents where um I mean, there was an incident where JB uh, where chaos shot JB through the the sunroof they was like sweet my eyes fucked my ears up they healed up then they called him shot him the UN station wrote a statement what the guy nicked. so when I'm reading these statements I'm like okay he's a snitch cool so a couple of people asked me about this because I'm saying, yeah, it's a snitch. So he was carrying feelings over there, which I didn't know about, do you get it? Mm. Um, so I'm like, yeah, right, cool. But it's one of the West London guys who I fucked with, actually pulled my coat and said, yo, it's connected to my man, do you get it? Um, I was like, all right, sweet. And then that was it. And then I got I got caught sleeping one other time Very fortunate in Gartry. (coughs) Um, Bizarre situation. Um, I never really told the full story, but basically, I'm in HMP Whitemore. And a man comes to me, he's like, yo, you see that nurse there? She's bringing tobacco for my man. Yeah? Yeah, she's bringing tobacco for my man. I'm saying, what well, ain't she bringing no parcels? He's like, nah, she only bring tobacco for a minute. I'm saying, yeah. How long's this been going on? they like, about three, four months. I'm like, okay. Anyway, the next day, his cells on fire. Yeah, and I watched, um, because he cells on fire. <laughs> I'm not on that spur, I'm on the opposite spur. His cell's on fire. Um, they put the fire out, but because his cell's been set alight, he's got to be moved off that wing for his own safety. He can't stay on that wing. So they have shipped him off and I watched them moving him off and she's with him. She's popped up. I said, yeah, cool, I see you too. Mm. And then um, I moved on to that spur the following day. They painted the cell all fresh again. Um, I introduced myself to this nurse because she loved the landing. Asked if she liked the perks of the job. She said that she did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I scared you, <laughs> oh, well. I kiss you up. Um, mm.
3: Is that
2: how you, you tint it in
3: there? You'd be like, do you
0: like the perks of
2: your
1: job? I genuinely you... used that, that line because mm. I, I, she was around big guys on the landing and they all, you get me? I just whispering, it looks like you got the perks of the job, but you deserve them. You're fired. So, you yeah. get it. And then Bam, I said, "Come see me." I'm so boom boom And then she comes see me in the afternoon, and um, I really knew I could take a risk because obviously I really know she's trafficking, so she's not really watching the rule book. And you've arrived at myself. I was speaking to you this morning. I've already written like a four-page letter talking bare shit. I'm good with words. I've given her the letter and she's come from bed, bed and she's reading this letter. And it's from page two to four, it says filth. What? Yeah.
2: Was it a love letter, but very crude?
1: From page two to four, it says filth.
2: Yeah? Written by a writer. Yeah, So it's all traumatic. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. <laughs>
1: no, <But> filth. Fil- she's <laughs> <laughs> grey. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Then what's happened is I've moved cells. I've got someone, the guy who's on the ones. We're
2: going to go back. So what happened between you and her in that room? Second. With the nurse. So you wrote in the letter.
1: What happens then? <laughs> no, nothing happens there. No,
2: it's just a... But
1: I'm in, yeah? So what's happened now is, I'm mean, remember I'm in an ex-guys or that guys. So what's happened now is I paid someone on the ones. The guy who's in the ones, I'm on the freeze. In the corner cell, I paid that guy to move cells with me now. So now I'm in a first cell. I got a step who's on the wing as well. He's a cleaner. I've got the guy who's just been moved off. He's got burnt out. I've got his job. It's like I've got his job. I've got his home and I've got his girl. Do you get
3: it?
1: (laughs) A lot going on. Political. Oh, he's gonna see this and say, "Oh my god, you bastard!" um, And you can come out and tell your story if you want. Yeah. Um and then yeah, um uh, I moved to the ones and then it was all good. It, it, yeah, it was rock and roll where we're going in, we're having sex, um but I'm paranoid because I've seen a lot of guys have sex with staff and they either scream rape when it comes on top or say that it was intimidating when they come on top. Mm. So what I done, they had these boxes that were called that education used to give you it's a double tape thing that a lot of guys had on my way it's this big mm. long leads and i add had one of them under the bed I've had wire under my carpet and under the sink was the, the socket so I'm recording everything that's happening is all getting recorded and I'm sending it out to my lawyer via Detective. someone else making sure I'm covered to get it so this is going on for I've never heard this one
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> this is original. <laughs> this, is, so
1: this is going on for three, four, five months. Yeah. And then um but there's a lot of jealousy because there's now there's phones about, there's an flying about, it's more weak than usual, it's flying about. Um Then what's happened is the doors come off. Well, this chick, though, um, she come in and she's like, who's that on the wall? Why is she on the wall? Take her down. Yeah, all that stuff. There's no chicks on the wall, because she's the chick, right? Why
2: have you got other girls on the wall? Was it all that girlfriend what? on the outside, and not You just couldn't have it. Outside? I don't want to go outside. I want to go inside. Well, you've been sentenced to 20 years. Yeah, inside. Inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you want to go outside for? You want to inside, right? Ah,
2: no, I yeah. thought you meant it was someone on the outside, but obviously... Yeah, well, the, this the is picture celebrity. of somebody from the outside. Yeah, the like pictures. a celebrity oh, or
1: something. No, pictures of my girls. Fuck that?
2: <laughs> Your girl's <son> all of that.
1: <laughs> but the girl inside is saying... Are you single now? is. Yeah. That's,
0: that's her territory now. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we took them down. But there was another guy from Birmingham. I'm not going to call his name. Um let's call him um, pff, whatever bro man Yeah, there's, there's another guy you know, she, early days I, a couple of times I saw her go talk to him do you get me and I called her I said yeah forget all of that you can't be going from air and going and talking to these guys yeah that's all so she dropped him out he's fuming that time I've seen him peeping over do you get me he knows I've shut down his dance Yeah. So now he's scheming. Yeah, he's scheming, <laughs> angry. And then there was a little drama um separate to that. Fast forward now, um, there was a there was a drama with my me, my stepbrother, and these guys didn't really amount to anything. Fast forward a couple of years, um, we're now out of the cat A system and we're in the Cat B system in Gartry. And um, this guy's already there, the one that um, she used to go and see, and I stopped. And I have got there, he's like, yeah, peace, bro. B-cat now, C-cat next, B-cat home. Mm. Leave that behind us. Whoa, 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 whoa. The guys around me are saying, fuck that. Yeah, put a gram on him, bro, let them fuck him up and get rid of him. Don't take no chances. But I've got the Pro bowl saying, why is there always violence around you? You're keeping your hands clean, but people keep getting done in. Could be, yeah. good. Could be like the man with the broken foot, though, couldn't it?
3: Yeah.
1: So I'm like, yeah, they're watching all They let him slide, but they leave it in. it." That was a bad mistake. Anyway, fast forward now. Uh, a hit got put on me. From someone else. Um, in Garston? Huh? Gaston, this is Gartry. Gartry, Gartry. Gartry. H.O.P. Yeah. Gartry, it's alive for jail. Um, a hit got put out, yeah. A contract got put on me. Um, for it's jealousy. Um, there's a it lot of stuff it's... going on in the building. Um, um, bit of jealousy. Um, the hit has come by
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Where were you at that <coughs> I was on my way to a visit. Um, I think the, the I think that's the tactic. Uh, I think the plan that they put together is visit. He ain't gonna have a shank. Do you get it? Uh, get him on. He's him for a visit. Do you get it? I think that's what they. That's what they. Do. But the guy got to throw one punch. Uh, I think he cut my brow, well or cut my eye, or whatever. make bear screws. Whoa! Only one blow. Bucking. um, On the wing, I'm like, yo, I'm like, you yeah, catch this fool quickly. Yeah, I'm in a bunker in my cell coming out for a soul Me and the inner circle, two, three guys wearing a cell. while the hitters are out because every wing gets association at the same time, time. So you're going out to the big fields. So we're in a bunker, and the wings are not even going outside. We've got hitters out there looking for this guy. This, yeah, wife's on the phone. Ain't you got him yet? Oh, I um, can't. They're on it. Four days, five days, six days. And they fucking got him. The, nah, they got him. Seventh day, back. they come back here, yeah, they got him. How'd they get him? They just got him on the yard. Yeah, this. What did they do to him? Um. Yeah, they just dealt with him properly, Um. So that was a relief. Yes, got a W
2: for five minutes.
0: Yeah, then um. But then you have to trace where that came from. Really know where it come from.
2: Mm. Um.
1: Then the guy has moved on to Irwin the guy from Long Up, who the girl. Yeah, he's now moved. Yeah, let's just call him Tony. Yeah, Tony Tony's now been moved on to my Man, I like mash him up. He's still screaming. I'm a Christian now. Get it? I left him again. Fucked up. She's on my wing on a different floor, and then I'm going on a visit, and I got King Cat with me. That's I call him King Cat. He's the king of the cats. His money was his breadslab. Yeah, he's the king of the cats. He's that guy who can spend three, four hundred pound a day and not blink, yeah? Mm. He's king of the cats, yeah? So, got in with me and someone else with me. King cat's got my shank. So we've gone out in the corridor to the visits. Remember I got ambushed last time by this one guy? Now I got my shank with me. Get to the door, give him my shank. Screw lets us all through going our visits. They stay there. Go for a next door, four call cool visits, come back through. King Cat's waiting for me my shank, got my shank back. I'm in the corridors again. <coughs> Another guy comes and said, Yeah, they're searching on the wings. So he takes my shank and he puts it in his shoe. We walk through the security onto the wing, give me back my shank. Going up the first set of stairs, get to the second set of stairs where my landing is. I see this guy is like six foot six, built like an ox. You should do bear condo and all that. Then thing. That's what he does for these kids, you know, like that? All day upstairs, that's all he's doing on mattresses. I see him dressed in prison clothing. I've never seen you dressed in prison clothing before. Then I saw one next guy, bam, then they're coming at me. Bam, then my shanks are, bam. Big struggles going on. <coughs> stabbed in my leg once, stabbed in my leg twice. Stabbed in that leg maybe once. <sighs> Stabbed in my back once. My man's on me. I'm like, King Cat, put in some fucking work! <sighs> King Cat has gone bam! Kicked him in his face. He's bolted. He's bolted and others bolted with him, do you get it? Yeah. Gone into um, King Cat so um, they want to beat the stabs. Um, they want stabbed by a wife to go to hospital um, So yeah, the whole wing has gone nuts now, what's going on? <laughs> Plus, there's a of grub about as well now. I'm like, yo, I'm shouting the window. Yeah, Q, any man catch my man today, I'll give him a Q. Catch a guy, man, yeah, Q, seven grams right now. Bring me an air, a toe, anything. <laughs> do you get it? You bring it, do you get it? <laughs> so the wings all going nuts, whatever. Then the screws have come around to lock up. Remember, we can't, yeah, because this is an inside job, you know, this is, do you get it? Um, and then, um. the screws have come. They've the blood, there's a bit of blood. Press the bell. It was Canteen Day. Um, they banged me up, banged up King Cat. King Cat's worried, he's gone block. I'm not going block, do you get
3: it? a mm. oh,
1: beautiful smarty, do you get it? Just got it, don't want to give it up, do you get it? First and foremost, and second, if I'm going block, I'm going blood with someone, yeah, Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: And yeah, that was that. That's how that went down. Mayhem, all up, and then the field, and he was—he had something to do with that. Tony, he was a part of the team.
0: It's like straight out forty-eight laws of power. isn't it. Mm -hmm. Destroy your enemy completely. Don't give him another chance.
4: Yeah,
1: definitely. that
0: that Ian, his anger was all from the chick. Yeah, of course. Do you get me? All from the chick from early days. Yeah. And, um, but he broadcast it in the first place, didn't he? Yeah, he should have just not said anything, no, remember, no, because then he says she's bringing in no, 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 oh, that somebody, else? oh that was somebody, somebody. else, yeah. but he must have told that person, well, he told somebody,
1: yeah, but yeah, but, yeah. but remember that's not the guy who Tony's not the guy who she was visiting, mm. Tony's the guy. Who she was going over to see, mm-hmm. maybe on a couple of occasions. When I first started to see her, yeah, they've each
2: other at the same time. Yeah, Did you get
1: me. Yeah. So it would have been, he would have been on, he would have had those pipe dreams that I had, and yes. I shut them down. Yeah. So after that, he's had to watch for months while she's coming to me on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You're doing life, looking across. He knows what life I'm living over there. I got my step keeping dog during, and she's in there for an hour. Mm. it was ridiculous there so they made a new rule that um females couldn't female nurses couldn't come onto the landing anymore then I'll make that rule
3: for you they did but
1: (laughs) you know what I got I got I got when they actually when they actually came up top I think they found there were two phones and my door came off and they put me in the block and they said I was blackmailing her and um they said, yeah, he was blackmailing her to bring phones in, but this is the governor. And I said, no, that's not true. She was my wifey. I've got the audios. Go speak to my lawyer. Call my lawyer. My lawyer's like, yeah, we've got the audios. They've been having sex. It's been going on for months. So then they shipped me out to strange ways, and then the two, two governors, whatever governors were, they came to visit me in strange ways it was all apologetic we spoke to your lawyer Ooh, but we want you to give evidence at the tribunal so we can get her struck off I'm not helping you sack her mm-hmm. I just walked off and left it did so she get sacked? no she couldn't sack her <laughs> couldn't sack her wow because <laughs> I'm saying what I've said to get her but she can she's going to say he's talking nonsense mm-hmm. so next time I come to the tribunal mm-hmm. they're going to say we heard or he said What is the statement? Uh, do you know he's talking the truth. So they just made that rule that nurses couldn't go onto the landings in HMP White at that time. Wow.
0: So yeah. we've interviewed a lot of people who've been in Strange Ways. How did you find the Strange Ways with the menks and the Scouts? <laughs> I loved Strange Ways. Um Strange Ways is like a
1: kindergarten when you just come from dispersal <laughs> and you're at war with the old prison. So when you get to Strange Ways, I've gone there and um um, I think I said on one of my things and I said on one of my um, one of the recent orders I put out when I got to Strange Ways I met this guy Wes Brown um, he's now from the rap career um, and he was stuck in the block and he'd been down there a couple of weeks but you're going to do a seven day assessment so I'm like um, why are you down there? And he goes, Yeah, kid, um, there's this guy, Peter Clark, up there who got beef. I said, Why have you got beef, bro? I knew Peter Clark from Whitemore. Strange ways now, Peter Clark's on the wing. So he's gone, yeah, because I told someone there's a hundred grand on his head. And I might I might collect it. And he's heard and set the message down and da da da. I like this kid, he sounded he was alright, I was next door to him for a week. So by the time that week's up, we've been speaking all day, every day. So I said, Well I've got I'm gonna talk to Peter paved the way for you to come up. He's like, Thanks, kid. Um so I gone out, spoke to poor <laughs> Peter, said look, he's young, isn't it? him a blight. Peter's like, All right, sweet. Gone to the window, he was close to the block, shouting at him, said, look, I paved it, you can come up, come. So he's come up on the wing and then there was another guy around us who was connected to someone else. Um we just called him Harry, I can't remember his name. Um This West kid's telling Harry <coughs> that there's a hundred grand on Peter Clark's head. And it'd be a good cash in. Well Harry's gone back to Peter Clark and said, This waste guy just come up to him, there's a hundred grand on your head. So now I've got Peter Clark pulling me and saying, Why is this kid still talking? He's got a gold, bro. You've brought him up here, you told so I've gone to this whisper. I'm saying, yo, bro, what are you doing? He's going, Harry said what? Harry should have said nothing. I'm going to cut open Harry's face. I said, you can't cut Harry. Harry's Blah Blah's cousin. You can't do that. I don't care. I'm cutting him open. I'm saying, bro, that's Blah Blah's cousin. That's my people's people, bro. You can't do that. Nah, 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 I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm cutting open my man's face first thing in the morning. You don't want to listen. All right, cool. So I've gone to Peter Clark. I'm saying, yo, Peter, let's get him. So we've gone in on this west He's wrapped it. Peter's ex-army, big lad as well. Serious lad as well. He's just wrapped it. eyes his, his eyes start rolling. He's gone off his wrist. Gone into tissue. Can feel Peter Clark's like this watching this rollette slowly disappear thinking How have I got into this? Is this a robbery. And the Rolex it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Then he's got beaten up, whatever. Screws up Carly screaming. And then he's like, he's got me Rolex, he's got me Rolex. They do the metal, there's no Rolex,
2: yeah? Why would you have a Rolex watch in prison anyway?
0: Status.
2: Yeah, but still. Yeah. Um, I'll just have a Casio. Yeah, some people
1: want not have But then he um then he went to the block. Nervous. Two, he'd just been shouting that man's robbed him for his watch so you'll snitch on top of it. So you've got to go and call out for a while. So he's down been for four months. And they never thought about booting him up. And then I'm bringing him back up to the wing. And I remember I must have jumped off the stairs and I twisted my ankle. And there was no elf care at that time in strange ways. So they had to shut down the wing to take me to oscar It was my first. <laughs> so I've come back on crutches. I've come back on crutches. They've brought Wes onto the wing. So that it's all calculated. Like, you've got one leg now, gone. You watch back or whatever, do you get? It? Mm-hmm. So I come back, man's like, "Yo, where's this back?" I'm like, oh, "Alright, cool." So in the morning, I've gone over there. With two guys, uh, from Birmingham, I'm crutches I've gone over there. Say, yeah oh, you're back. Why well, go on, bro?" So give me ten racks. I give you back. You're watching it. He's like, "Nah, just keep it that." Um, like right, cool. I was there for about another two months or something. Then. Um there was another there was another incident where I got shipped out of there. There were these Russian guys who were um they were charged with trafficking um large amounts of cocaine and guns from wherever I'm not too sure. I had nothing to do with them. Um but one of the Birmingham guys did, was very really close with one of them. And then this Russian guy, he gets shipped out to Franklin, but he's still got a cold E, yeah? He's still got a cold E in Strange on the landing. After two weeks, he's wrote to the Birmingham guy from Franklin, saying my cold deal was me 75 grand. He's supposed to drop it into my account. He hasn't dropped it in there. Out of sight, out of mind. Go pay my visit and tell him to speed up and drop the money. So my man showed me the letter. So he owes him 75 now this guy owes him he's coldy he's meant to be a millionaire and he's on the wing of us and he's iris that's the ice you can get you've got cat A then you've got iris so these guys want to use me as the bad cop good cop bad cop because I'm the reckless one just come up with dispersals running around the wing with a shank so they're more on the remand more and cool so they've gone in on him so they've, they've basically got worked out you go in on him Bad boy mode. Then we come in with a soft mode. Anyway, this guy gets told, your cold owes us 50 rags. He's got to invest in whatever project it was. You're holding us up. Because you owe him whatever you are. I mean, you haven't paid him. Boom, 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 boom. There's um, a letter. Look, from your cold the What's going on? So he released something like 15 racks. Um, then he released some more, I'm a bit greedy. He went, he released at that point, he released some more. And then, um, yeah, eventually the screws just came, door came off, shields. Tell That was the, That was the end of me in ways
0: where did you go to next? Although, on. we've actually run out of time. Oh no! Yeah, think, I'm <laughs> absolutely mesmerised by your stories, Garland. Yeah, now. <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh, would love, would love, <laughs> would love to keep going with you. But we like to tie in a, a message to the young people watching these things. So, what, what, what do you say to the young people who are who are viewing this in conclusion? Well. Uh, that's just the early part. There's a long journey. There's yeah, we need to do a part two. We need to do a part soon. two because
1: mm. um we haven't got to the the, the change. The um yeah. Uh, yeah studying for my degree. Um, yes, and when that change took place, um when I changed my personal rules and how I changed them. Should you get? Yeah, supposed
2: so to come um, back and start. Yeah, from strange ways. I can't, that I
1: can't just go by um. No. Um. <coughs> that that's just the bad stuff there's so much more stuff um
2: yeah
1: um but yeah it, it is where it is it looks glamorous I and mean, it, it, it may seem so but it's definitely not that and um uh i hope we can do a part two because um
2: 100 um
1: what we've just recorded um is the negative side maybe that's
0: the side people to
2: air yeah. But and when it they see inter- that, it, it's, it's, it's a bit of a cliffhanger.
0: You come back and do... was a cliffhanger, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. come back and do the rest of it and the redemption yeah. and all the projects you're doing now.
2: Try not to break seats.
0: P- people, not- P- people watching this, how can they support you and what you're doing now? And where can they find you on socials?
1: Um, you can go to GCM ENT. That's my Instagram. Um... You can go to the Game Changing Moment YouTube channel. Um, or you can go to the GCM ENT group website, um, which is my personal website Own distribution um, where I sell my audiobooks from, Audiobook 1 and 2, Product of my a product of my environment. I'm um, very gripping.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. So if you've been as gripped as I am by what we've heard today, there's tons more content in the audiobooks. All the links will be in the description box below this video. So please support what Carlin's doing now. Thanks for watching. Let us know in the comments what you think. Cheers. Oh, amazing man, thank you. Two. Yeah, yeah, amazing. <laughs> oh. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, Cheers, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Next
2: time I have that really stupid, there's not even cough. <laughs>
0: So we are resuming the story with Carlon, a.k.a. Tiny. We went down and we did just a couple of hours. And it was like it was just on a cliffhanger note of way more stories. we, we got a Duchy of story. We left off with Strange Ways. And um, if you've been as gripped as us, you literally saw us drop off our seats (laughs) in in, in the first section of this so huge thank you to carl for coming back so quickly thank you. and there's also i just want to add as well you know he's talked a lot about the crime stories but there's the redemption what he's doing now all that is going to come in at the end you know the inspiration to young people so we're not trying to glamorize any of this in any way whatsoever we always like to have important lessons for young people in our podcast we're going to get to that Alright, cheers, so we left off with Strange Ways then. Yes. Yeah. It had
2: some interesting times there, didn't you? Yes. I'm trying to think of the last story. What was it? Was is it the th- Russian? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: It was the Russian, wasn't it? And I, how I left there. Yeah.
3: It, is
0: yeah. there a bit of a north south divide in the prison system? Because you went you've been in all of them, haven't you? A lot of them at the head. Mm, um There can be, mm. but what you found what I found obviously
1: is the Muslims controlled most of the prisons. And at the high security they controlled they had three Long Latin, Full Sutton, Whitemore. Whereas the non-Muslims they had Franklin. So there was a divide because anyone who had issues with the Muslims or was um not a Muslim Um they would try and be based in Franklin. So they got the numbers. So when the Muslims came there Obviously, they're outnumbered. Do, do you get it? Mm. Um, which led to many wars there. in um, 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 Just for that, that, that power, because you got the, the officers as well, they're anti-Muslim. Um, so, yeah, you, you can find that. But generally, at that point, when I was in the system, um, the Muslims had full control of three
0: and one. They didn't. Because in part one, you said that people convert for different reasons. Where I was at, the Jewish food was considered the best food. So you had skinheads, neo-Nazis from the Aryan Brotherhood with swastikas and Hitler on them, convert into the Jewish religion just to get the best food. Well, in,
1: funny enough, in strange ways, I converted to... Well, in, when I was in strange, I wasn't Muslim. I was um, Buddhist. Oh. And the reason why I was Buddhist is because they stopped selling incense in the jail. And the only people who get incense were Buddhists. So I was Buddhist and every month I used to get something like a hundred incense sticks
0: and my cell smelled nice. So you're
2: a sucker for an incense stick.
1: I'm a sucker for an incense stick.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah. they use things like that to hide other smells like smell yes. weed and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: Weed or wh- whatever. You want those incense sticks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So where did you go after Strange Ways?
1: I think after Strange Ways I went to I think it was Full Sutton. I think so because I, I got shipped out of Whitemore. Um, this is after the fit the, the 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 um relationship with the nurse, mm. and then the, they took me out of the system. And the reason why they took me out of the system was, um, if you went back a, a year previous, the guy who used to run um the cat ace, all the moves. Um, we're just calling Mr. A. Um, uh, uh, he made a decision because there were so many wars going on um, between East and North slash West. But I'm with the East guys and people were getting stabbed and whatnot. It's
0: it, it just never ending. It's just to like, clarify for the views and this is parts of London, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Like postcode wars or... It wasn't really postcode wars. It, it,
1: it's different areas. Some people say it's post cold wars, but it wasn't because of the post cold. Why it was generally issues between people which led to war and death, and continued. It may have now turned into post colds, but yeah. Um, and the governor called me. I was in a block. I was in the block, and the governor called me uh, to the office and said, um, "They've made a decision. If I agree." To move all of us and our allies to Whitemore. HMP Whitemore. And our our enemies, they're gonna move them to Long Larton and um Full Sutton. I said I ain't got a problem with that. About a week later I got shipped to Whitemore and all my allies, they all came there as well. So when the incident with the nurse took place and um they didn't know what to do because I'm in a block. Remember, they've just spent months moving everybody around. Now I've got a goal from this jail because of this incident. So they, had to, so they put me in strange ways while they moved people about. But yeah, I think I went to full Sutton after that. What was that like? Uh... Full Sutton was okay. Yeah. Um, In terms of jail, it's still that negative energy in the, in the building. Um, But yeah, it was just is where it is, there wasn't really much going on in um Full Sutton. Just yeah. So
0: what was your next major drama? <clears throat> um my next major drama um after that would have been
1: i mm, I'm trying to think The next major drama Full Sutton actually, yes. What's happened is this guy's come from Franklin and let me tell you about the guy who was cooking the food, didn't I? He had all the stalks cooking and mm-hmm. the chicken and all that. Wow. So this guy's come from Franklin. He's about six foot four, skinny guy, prison clothes, looks like a junkie. <laughs> Everyone knows he's just got here from Franklin and he's, he's been transferred because he cut someone's throat in Franklin a hit contract so when someone like that arrives you just know he. you want him on site in terms of you want to pay him to do hits because we've always got hits that need to go on so I saw everyone speaking to him and rushing him and what are you saying how are you doing I just stayed back I approached him in the afternoon so I approached this guy in the afternoon I'm saying look I'll pay you whatever he's like nah I can't do that bro not on that that's Red flags straight away. Junkies don't turn down parcels. Do you get it? So I'm thinking, okay, you've obviously taken a hit already. And more than likely, it's on me. So I want to keep my eye on you. Then the following day, they've unlocked for exercise. I mean, not exercise, they've unlocked for association. And this fella, I see this fella going to the kitchen. And he's got two pots. He's got chicken he's got peppers there's people in the wing ain't got peppers got garlic got spring in his step <laughs> he's going back and forth to the kitchen the picture he's painting he's cooking i'm thinking you couldn't have got all this stuff in 24 hours so did you get it you're up to something so i'm watching this guy anyway cut the story short i waited till he came back again I've just gone and put my shank under his throat. I'm saying, what is it? Is it a, a contract? He's like, nah, bro. I said, you sure? Where'd you get the chicken from? Where'd you get all the stalks? He had about 10 stalks. What's, he's swearing blind now. I wouldn't do that. Da, 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 da. All right, cool. So I let him loose. Anyway, he went and banged up. Fuck his chicken in the kitchen. He just banged up, hit the bell, told the s- screws, I went out. He's gone to the block. Um, I late Over later that afternoon or the following morning, I've gone to get my newspaper and um, you have to go out the gate and I left my shank in my cell under my pillow. So I've gone through the gate. They grabbed me, cell search. They obviously found the shank.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I've been blocked. The potential hitman, he's already in the block. So he's at the window in it come down, one like, night, yeah, Tiny's down there, Tiny's down there, he's coming, he's going, yo, Tiny, listen, mate, Um, this is my last testament, I'm hanging myself tonight, so I'm going to tell you, tell you the truth, what happened, woo, 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 so he explains the story, who <coughs> approached him, how much he was offered, and he says, yeah, that, that, um, um, they asked him to put a note in the box saying, Tiny's just been stabbed up, and if you bring him back, we're going to kill him, because I won't put the I won't put the note in the box. He goes. So someone else put the note in the box. I said, Who put the note in the box? So he goes. He told me who put the note in the box. I said, Alright, cool. So um, he's there. Everyone's at the window listening to this last testament because this is the last testament. This is his truth. He's dead. Of, he's gonna str- that's what he's told us. So Everyone's at the window. Um, and then yeah, um, he didn't kill himself, but I don't know what happened to him. But that's how you just got to be on job cause anyone can be a hitman and anyone can want to take you out
2: do you know how much he offered he was offered to hit on you
1: yeah it would have been something like a quarter of heroin or something
2: how much is that worth
1: 7 grams 7 grams is like you also got to get a gram at that point 150 200 pound a gram in there
0: for two so grand or something just over a grand yeah. yeah to kill someone
1: not to kill but to
0: hurt
3: Hurt.
1: Yeah. Uh, it usually it's wait well, it's stalking it so they throw the stalk over you, stab you a couple of times, and
0: that's pretty norm in eye security. So did you have to go back up from where he was contracted to then? Did I? Yeah, I'll send a message. Obviously, you send messages, whatever, but um, I was transferred. I don't know where I went to
1: Um, uh, once they gave me my time for the shank or whatever. Um, I don't know what happened to him.
2: How much time did
1: you get for the shanking? For the shank, shank, uh, yeah, it had been like maybe a week in a block, week and a half. Who knows? You're in a block for a month, two, three months anyway. So it's just like yeah, whatever kind of thing. Mm. Yeah.
2: So do you have any more interesting stories from there? i um, not from Full
1: Sutton, but that's me. Just maybe not being able to think because yeah. they happened all the time. Do you get it? It's pretty normal for um.
2: How many prisons have you been
1: to in total? Wow, I went to most of them in in terms of for the cat A's, all the cat A's. I went to Wakefield Cat A unit. Um, the yeah, Wakefield Cat A unit. I went there. Um, it wasn't too bad there actually. We had our own little wing. No, we've got our own little wing. So the only people on there are the people from that area who are remand. Um, okay, they because they need somewhere to go. They're on the wing, and a few of us that have come from the system that won't sign a bit of paper because t- at that point to ship you to Monster Mansion and put you on the normal wings, you got to agree not to um harm the child killers. Mm. So it was pretty straightforward. We're not signing it. If they asked, they never asked me, and I never got asked. They never tried to put me on those wings, but I know they tried it with some people, and they wouldn't sign it. So therefore, they couldn't put them on the wings. You get it? But um, that's where I met Charles Bronson actually, um, in Wakefield. Oh wow! Yeah, I, when I went to the block, I was in the block. Um, Tyson was down there as well. He introduced me to everybody because obviously he was on the unit. My co defender was on the unit as well, um, Nolan, and. Charlie was very helpful because obviously I had plans of um, the production with my play and whatnot. And um, obviously Bronson had just come out maybe a year or two before and Charlie was giving me advice um, because they don't like you to earn money from your books or your story while you're in jail. And Charlie gave me an amazing tip um, to sign over my work as a deeds of gift to family members. So once you sign that off, I no longer own it. So my big play at that time was every Coin. Um I no longer owned it. So I didn't own the rights. Um, there's a website that's popped up, all my pictures of the play. I don't own it. So the school's like, why have you got a website? I said, I haven't got a website. I don't own it. I had a I had a website did you get it yeah yeah um they couldn't do anything did you get it um but I got that advice from um Charlie Boyle that was great advice because from there they just couldn't touch me professionally did you get
2: it Is he as big as he looks Um Yeah yeah bit of a it
1: I don't think he's, he's that big, but he's, he's big. They're, they're training every day, don't they? And he's a nice guy. Yeah, I find him, they made sure the paper came around, they do the rounds, you've got the paper down there, right, pass it on to 16 please when you're bro, very polite. All those guys on those units are polite. Most of the serious guys are polite. You don't get them like, these guys are the guys who, they're doing birds for murder anyway. They're on the unit, so that means they're more dangerous than the normal prisoners. But they're just very polite. My co my cold defendant done maybe seven years over there. Um, but yeah, I, I find Charlie a, a gentleman. Um he even went away. I even went as far as um, to get his girlfriend to contact his agent on my behalf. He's a good guy, man. I, I find him
0: good stuff.
2: Don't oh, hmm. mm.
0: So. False Sutton to what, did you say? I don't know where I went after there. Um, after
1: False Sutton, it'd have been one of them. It could have been Long La it could have been um, White. More, I can't really remember.
0: Was there another hit on your life after that? Was there another attempt on your life? Someone to get hired? I don't think after
1: that. I think I told you, or if, I think I told you the last one. The last one would have been. Um, Gartry, I told you that one didn't that, that one yeah, that yeah. was the last um attempt yeah that was the last that was that was the last attempt,
2: so after that, what was your next big prison
1: um attree yep, and then from Gartry, i went uh, i went to I went to Stockholm um I have in Stockholm for about a year. Um, there was an attempt in, in Stockholm, actually. Um, someone had a bright idea. Same guy from Gartreet, who was one of the guys who was in. He's he's turned up. Um, yeah. And um, I came up with a visit again, yeah. I'm in a cell. And, um, someone's knocked the door, someone neutral, but you've got the hitter hiding. Did you get it? And, um, open the door, you come in, I think he's tried to cut me, I've held him, thrown him that way, as I've thrown him that way, I've gone that way, out onto the landing the screws on the thing bells gone Da-da-da-da-da. nothing happened it wasn't like um, anyone got cut or stabbed or whatever and then from that jail where was that that was Stockham from Stockham um, I went to Lincoln yeah I went to I went to, I went to Lincoln um, I'm a C-cat at this point obviously the goal is to get a D-cat uh, eventually got my d Um And I was up there with a load of youngsters from London as well. Some who, who were... Um, they were much younger than me, obviously, but they, they were very close to one of my younger half-brothers. Um, I'm on a survey. I'm number one on a survey. These guys... Uh, um, one might hand out the chips, he might hand out the burgers, he hands out the bread, whatever the... the, the but they were ruthless. They use like, guy, you come through, I'm like, yeah, you're on a two, and that might be burger, and you're like, no, nah, I'm on chicken. I'm like, bro, no, you're not, you're on a two. I don't want a two, but these guys, these young guys, just take the spatula, I kid you not, just lean over, hold him, and I slap him in his face, keep moving. Or worse on more than one occasion they yeah pull him along the server, bring him in or wait till later on a solch and just bring them in tuck them in and throw them out normal these kids are wild in it yeah they're wild
2: so you, um, think you would say that was quite a violent prison of, all of yeah, them. yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Lincoln, was, lincoln was lincoln was um very violent and then from lincoln <coughs> Nothing really happened in, in no, hang on nothing really happened in Lincoln. I, I think I got into a little drama with one guy. Um I can't remember the guy's name, some guy from Leicester. Um I don't know what it's it, it was always it 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 some some something something trivial money or something like that. Um and he tried to get me involved in something that had nothing to do with me. But he was a he was, he was a face out of Leicester. Um, and he's behind his door. I'm out, uh, and someone's come and told me, "Yeah, he's saying when he comes out, um, he's gonna sort this all out." Whoa, whoa, whoa. What you find with criminals, gangsters, they only respect violence. If you're not actively violent, they can smell you. You get me? They know, yeah, you're not really on it right now. Mm, you're waiting for a DCAT. You've just done 14, <laughs> 13. Are you really gonna come out? Do you get it? But I'm fuming in myself because he's trying to get me involved with some. some Do you get it? So I'm like, fuck this. I've come out. He's still banged up. I've got a big shank. gone to his door. I'm saying, yo, pussy, when this door opens, I mean, you go to my soul. We just fight to the death. Fuck the parole. I don't want to go home. I'm fronting. Do you get it? I don't, I don't want to go home anymore. But he crumbled and it was all right. And from there, I went to North Sea North Camp DCAP. And I chose to go there because I had a girlfriend from, um, like Lincoln area. So it's very convenient. <laughs> you stay in, yeah. Uh, Did you get
2: a girlfriend, like, while you were in prison then?
1: Yeah, while I was in, while I was actually in Lincoln, um. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Some guy, <laughs> some guy, um, introduced me to her and asked me to basically phone her to make some arrangements for him. Um, it's only his friend though. Yeah. Yeah. So I belled her, um, this little small thing. I belled her. I'm like, listen, yeah, he said, she said yeah, no problem. Tell him, yeah, sweet. So I had to call back the following night. to called back, about so ten o'clock, whatever. To the that to... she didn't have a boyfriend. Yeah, that was it, innit? it. So, um, she became a girlfriend.
2: So she come visit you in prison. Yeah, yeah. Does anything happen? We were you able to touch each other. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Lincoln, um, Lincoln, and then obviously I went to open prison, went to North Sea Camp. So, um, uh, I was on day releases, um. Yeah, it was all good. It was all good. Yeah. This is the
2: first interview we've done where the guy has had several encounters in prison <laughs> that can still pull in prison. You pulled a nurse. Do you, know, <laughs> do you know what?
1: I always used to target them. When I say target them, I mean I want to go off in jail, not outside. So you do, I remember um, from way back early, from the 90s, I remember I was in Brixton, <coughs> and i met this woman called linda beautiful girl um uh, um she's from Stonebridge St raffles and um so this is in Brixton but before Brixton i was in scrubs i was in scrubs and i i'm getting shipped out to Brixton and i've got to reception and i met this guy called um bubbles who i knew and he's just he's just come from Brixton He's like, bro, there's this girl there. I got her locked. She loves me like cooked food. I'm like, ooh, you got Linda. One girl called Linda wears her own clothes. Whoa, 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 I'm like, you're lying. He's like, bro, I had her like this. I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. She looks like money, bro. (laughs) Like, all right, cool. So then we spoke for 25 minutes and I go to Brixton. I'm in Brixton. I kid you not. About 15 minutes on the landing with some of the guys, induction wing or whatever, who walks on the wind. I see her. (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's what's going on. Then I bumped into Junior Harvey straight away. We just started fighting. Some guy called Junior Harvey. We just started fighting. Big guys, where and he can fight. Yeah, you got to be. Screws Have stopped it. um, After how long? It's on the landing. It's going off. Big up Junior RV. I <laughs> saw him recently. Yeah. Um, and then they shipped me to another wing, which I can't remember what it, it was, the, the kitchen wing. It might have been G or F. I can't remember what it was. But when I came out, when they let me out, her office, a porter cabin, was right outside my door.
2: So she was a guard?
1: No, she was um Nacro. She helped with housing. But she had her own office on the landing, a porter cabin. It just so happens, it's right outside my door. So as I've. So like, Fate. Wow. Okay. How you doing? Kind of thing. And then cut the story short, she fell in love with me. And. Um, I think Jen wants the details on that one.
2: <laughs>
1: um, I was banged up with Porky then, a guy called um, Porky from um, East London, East Labar. And every lunchtime, all you there was. Six page letter come under. I just pick the letter. I just throw it at him. Like, read that, bro. To get it, <laughs> and he says, "Read the letter." He says, "Read the letter." to this was going. This was going on for months. And then, um,
2: what sort of things did it say in the letter?
1: Yeah, it says it was love stuff, sex stuff. What you want to do? What we're gonna do? do all that stuff. Um. And. Yeah, then. I got I got transferred I got transferred to High Point back then and she left the job and came to visit me in High Point. Um, and then I bumped into someone and they said Bub, they said Bubbless in. You dubbed him Cause remember he told me about her and he had feelings for her and all that. Da, 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 da. I'm like, no, did he really have feelings for her? Like, yeah, he's human. I'm like, nah. Just tell him it ain't that deep, bro. Like, I'm not feeling her like that. She's cool, but our relationship, our friendship, goes back years. And da, 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 da. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. As he got that information, he ran straight to her office because by now he's gone back. Yeah, he's gone straight. He don't love you. Whoa, 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 whoa. So when I called that night, everything that I said is being relayed back to me by via the chick. Did you get it? So yeah, it's yeah, pretty, pretty normal if you get the chance. Um, it makes sense, doesn't it?
2: I suppose it passes the time, yeah. <laughs> it
1: passes the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. Did you have a girlfriend when you were in jail?
0: I had a woman visiting me.
2: What was she like?
0: Yeah, she was good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> read about her in
0: prison time. And, and answer your thought,
2: Robert. So let's get on to Mark Lamb Lambert. Lamby. Lamby.
3: Yes.
1: Well he 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 was the the he was the head of the Tottenham um the Tottenham gang. Um and he was at war with us. Um, he was at war with <coughs> um the East London Lover Money Gang. Um, who I was affiliated with. Um, as you'll see in my, I, I, I released a video re- re- recently where he nearly um. um Took, yeah, he nearly, he nearly took me out. Um, I think I've gone over to. Start, I went over to. Basically, the wars. There's a war going on. Yeah, and there's there's people dying, and they got their wars going on, and whatnot. To the, the I what not really. I I involved in, the early stages. Um. But, I've gone over to Stonebridge Complex, and. I shouldn't have been over there because the team had hit the mattresses and there was no fight. There there wasn't any guns. There was only two MAC-10s which was to protect everybody in the house. So um, no one's not really supposed to leave the house but I was a bit bored. So I ended up going over to Stonebridge without a gun and I shouldn't have done that. I've got over there and I've gone to this girl's house, Lisa and I've gone in the house. There's another girl there I just know it's a red flag she's a, she's a she's the girlfriend of someone I don't fuck with um so I want to leave straight away so I called the girl I've come to see I said what's she doing here I said listen I'm going um then when I came out of the bedroom I caught her with the phone like she's putting the phone down and her eyes have locked and um why are you calling she's going no I just called a cab Anyway, she was on me for some weed. She kept telling me to go upstairs and get some weed. Little do I know, um, Mark was upstairs with his team. Um, And I think they've sent her in on this girl to find out how much does she know, has she seen me recently, all that stuff. Um, Anyway, I had weed in the car, so I've told her, look, When your cab comes, we go down and i get you a couple of spoofs. So we're going downstairs. We're going in the lift, go downstairs, come out the exit. To the right, there's a cab. A cab. I go to the left. I just felt this energy. Yeah, I know something's up. And I got to my MR2. I was driving an MR2 at the time. I got I opened the passenger side. I've gone to lean over to get the weed and the keys dropped down by when the handbrake goes I remember I'm nervous and I'm shaking I touched the keys and I've gone further so I can't I think that's what saved my life I can't, I can't get these keys When I've come up I've looked
0: Mark
3: uh, Malik
1: D they just bust through the door and they've looked to the right first I'm like fuck if you had a gun they'd be dead because they haven't looked my way they've looked the wrong way then they've looked at me I said, walk, well, walk, I've been looking for you, you know. He's like, yeah. I've been looking for you too. And his power's gone. Burn him! That means smoke him. Mark's popped off his gun. Pressed it. But he's got it on full auto. So when he's pressed the trigger, every bullet's come up. <sharp> because <inhale> I'm running behind the cars. <sharp inhale> Yeah. I'm in the corner now. I'm like, yo, you're dead now, pussyo. I'm going like, I'm reaching. I ain't got nothing. I'm saying, you're dead now, pussy. I'm going like, I'm reaching. And he's back to, I'm gone. Through this little gap on the <laughs> green. Yeah. He's coming, he's running behind me. About 10 seconds into the chase, I've looked over my shoulder. He's looked over his shoulder. His two pals haven't run with him. So I'm saying, keep coming, you dickhead. Keep coming, pussy. You're dead. Tonight's your last night. Come on, keep coming. Anyway, he just turned around and fucked off. But it was very bizarre because I kept running for another maybe 15 seconds, jumped over a random wall. I'm in someone's garden, kicked off the back door, and now I'm in someone's kitchen. (laughs) Yeah? Who comes downstairs? Random. It's one of Mark's pals who I met maybe a couple of days previous. He said, What? Go on, Tiny. I said, Yeah, East Coast man, they were trying to get me a mark. And I just started talking nonsense. By the way, my fingertips had looked like they'd been shot off because when he fired the arm, the, the gun, it fought all. I think the ricochet off the wall or the car, I think the ricochet off the wall must have clipped my fingers. So there's bare blood. All you saw was a lot of blood. You, If you looked at it, you thought I'd been shot. I actually thought I'd been shot. Um, so I'm there like that and do, 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 but I'm very paranoid as well. So I'm with this guy and his dad and we're all on the stairs and he's took a phone out. Like, Who are you phoning? And then he wants to go downstairs. Why are you going downstairs? Where are you going? They're like, what's going on in our house? This guy's just dictating. We can't even move. We can't even breathe. I so, said, listen, call the ambulance. So they called the ambulance. They gave me the phone. I said, listen, there's six dead outside. Yeah, it's about five wounded. I've been shot eight times. They grabbed the phone. You get me? I know. I give that info to the um the, uh, um the the hospital guys. They're obviously going to tell the feds, isn't it? People's dead outside. So at that point, they gripped me. One of them, the son grabbed me and they... So I'm with the son and the dad, and we're wobbling down the stairs. I remember, I can't hold cause of my fingers. Yeah, so wobbling down the stairs, got to the front door, and they just pushed me out, shut the door. Bare firearms, police out there. I was so happy to see them. <laughs> uh, yeah, red lights. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Was, what, what's going on? I said, oh, these these two guys robbed me, robbed me for. Um, my 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 uh, my Rolex, and do- 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 do. I want to press charges. I want to go hit my car. Don't worry about it, guys. Everything's cool now. Going around to my car, it's got all bullet holes in it. You got a tissue, piece?
2: Ah, uh, you, you want me to grab some? three seconds.
0: Holy three shit, three man! So. these stories are just mind blowing. Mad, isn't it? Isn't it? Mmm. What the hell? Crazy. <laughs> Have you ever like stopped to calculate how many attempts you've had on your life? Um, I haven't really, but I feel
1: like. Could be about at least a dozen. That's pretty normal in there. That's what we do. We ain't got nothing be- better to do. <laughs> but try and get the enemy with contracts or. Do
0: you get it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we've any had any guest who's had this many attempts on his life. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty normal, man, there.
1: They're coming, the hits are coming left, right and centre, man.
2: I mean, I bet that was the only time you were excited to see armed police in your life.
1: Um, I was excited. I walked round to the car with them. They've got it taped off. Cause it's got bullet holes in it, so I can't take the car. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Brand new Night Rider, MR2, I'm bugging. Um, ambulance has come. The girl I came to see, she's come down. I'm raging. You set me up, you bitch. And rule. No, I didn't. I won't do that. She just turned up, asking bare questions. Da, 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 da. She ended up coming to the hospital with me. Got to the hospital. Remember, i told the police a false name. I was at the hospital about maybe five, ten minutes. They worked out who I was. Um They just come and said, yeah, Carla. Yeah, sweet. And just, Walked oh, off, left me. So at that point they've left. I'm thinking they could come back and want to finish the job. So we left pretty sharpish. Um that was the closest he, he, he um he, he, he got to me. I think I caught when was that? I think that was about In fact I did bump into him again. I bumped into her again on my birthday, October the 22nd, 1997, I've gone to Hatton Garden, I've got an uncle, who's a jeweler, um, and, I wanted to change my Rolex, um, I wanted one with a logbook, so I was told I have to pay between 500 and a grand, and give me another Rolex, with a book, it's legit, so I said, yeah, sweet, and I've got this uncle, um, his name is Sherman anyway, and, he, he charges £100 an hour for his time so he's like well Hatton Gardens hour getting there hour getting back doing the business that's 300 quid." he goes he wants £100 an hour for danger money so I said what's the danger money for he's going when them bullets start flying through the window they might hit me everyone wants you yeah so I'm entitled to danger money I want £100 an hour danger money He's you serious Queen's Head it's a danger man. can we go get my watch now certainly <laughs> so we get out there this is no word of a lie it's so random we've got there early and I've had to make the decision do I carry a gun or not and gardens a bit warm up there okay we leave early like quarter to nine half eight get there early what's the chance of us bumping into anyone very slim I'm gonna leave the gun got this long leather jacket on, we've got up there, drove up there, got into this shop, um, and they got the cameras in the shop, camera, the camera, I'm talking to the guy, I'm changing the watch, and everyone's happy, what I don't know is there's two sides to this shop, there's another side to the shop, it's kind of underground, and the monitors on that side, Anyway, when I'm coming out of the shop, I've stepped into the the, the, the like um, underground like it's like a um, a corridor. i turned to my my right and I've just seen the m- most evilest eyes I've seen in my life. It's Mark. What are the chances? This is like twenty past nine or something. <laughs> <laughs> so he's thinking the same as me, I'm gonna get up there early, <laughs> yeah. do what I gotta do, the the. So I've locked eyes with him. And the distance is between maybe here and this gentleman here. We've locked and then both of us have just run. I've run out into the street. He's run back into the shop. Do you get it? Um, I've just run to the car and wait for my uncle. Yeah, yeah, I'm gone. Easy your sweet. You don't know who you are. You know what I'm missing? <laughs> you know, like that. Uh, that was that was yeah that was that that was that that was just by 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 chance, but yeah that old um, that old war was a a long war. A lot of people lost their lives in that war. Obviously,
2: um, I mean, how did it start?
1: It started. There's two different elements. Cause a lot of people say you'll read a lot about the East Coast, West Coast war and some people say it started over, um, the, the murder of a, a youngster called Popcorn. But that wasn't our war or that wasn't the Love of Money War. That was the, um, that was the youngest. Do you get it? Um, Fox's best friend, um, a guy called Kenny, um, he um obviously Fox was in jail. Kenny's been recruited to the Love of Money team because they got serious bread, they like what oh, Kenny's doing. Kenny's doing bits, he's been brought into the fold. Um and he controls the drugs. Um and he was cool with Mark. And then what's happened is they've seen each other sweet, how you doing, da, 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 da. then they saw each other, maybe three, four weeks later, where Kenny's gone into a, a, a rave, and seen Mark, I so, what about Mark, what, you know like that, it just switched on him like, yeah it's not all that, did you get it, so then they started to argue, um, and what's happened is, Mark was with a guy called Sutty, R.I.P., um, who had just come out of jail, didn't really know how serious the love of money outfit was. um, And he just shot Kenny. They just shot him, bam, yeah, in his stomach. So, um, Kenny's been shot. He's got uh, one of those piss bags now.
2: Um, Clostomy bag.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, three, four, five days later, he's back on the road. Which led to them, I think, because um, this is just before me, my time, um, and then they've gone for revenge. You'll read there's, there's loads of different stories in the books, but they all got it wrong. Some stories say they turned up and at this restaurant, and uh, Mark was there, but it, they didn't know who he was and shot the wrong guy because one guy got killed and one guy got put in a wheelchair that wasn't true um they've gone there and what saved Mark I believe from what I've been told because I wasn't there was they pushed the door to run in on him but it's a pool door <laughs> so he's pushed it that second that's how Mark got away Do you get it um And that's what initially started it. And then on Father's Day, um, Kenny was sitting in his car after spending the day with his child um, uh, when someone ran up on him and killed him, Um, filled him up with bullets. So that was Kenny's dead. Um, Obviously, the love of money's fuming. Um, Fox is in jail. He still, he still isn't a part of this yet. He's just seen his friend who's been brought in to be a part of this. is now being killed. He's in jail. Like, what the fuck's going on kind of thing.
2: So did they know who killed Kelly?
1: Yeah. Uh, he lasted 23 days or 24 days. Um, it was Sutty, Um And they caught him. Revenge. And killed him. And... That's where the war started. And from there, Mark became boss because he was never boss. He was under boss. Do you get it? Um, but at that stage, he became a, he became the boss of the outfit. And that's where
0: it started. And what happened to Mark in the end?
1: Um, Yeah, he just grew from strength to strength in terms of he stayed alive. Um, he had a lot of shooters around him who, who who should do stuff. So the war was just the war was just on. Uh, Fox came home. Obviously, I used to have Fox was my my guy. Uh, me and Fox would be come on a daily basis. Um, and yeah, we we just be hunting these guys to get on um, motorbikes or whatever. We would just be hunting these guys, and then um. When I went to jail, obviously I went to jail 2001. I've gone to prison and yeah, by the time I came home 2018, 19, it all
0: changed. Did Mark end up in prison?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody ends up in prison (laughs) in that life. But I think um, with Mark, Oh um, no! So with Fox, Fox is on the road, and obviously he's having to rebuild, and you know, um, and he, he he just made a mistake. He he started to rebuild by using some players from the opposition, which was fucking risky. <laughs> so I'm watching this from behind the wall, thinking, "Well, we're still fighting this war," and a lot of guys are saying the same thing, and he's trying to make. Did you get it? I just didn't get it. Um, And I think Mark's top lieutenant um, was Leon. And now Fox, my pal Fox and Leon, they're doing a lot of business. Um, 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 And they've Basically they said, fuck the pass. Did you get it? But I'm not buying it. I'm saying, bro, you can't listen to that. No matter how much money you lot are making, it's all nonsense. He's like, nah, we've won the war, bro, we've won the war. I'm saying, bro, you're deluded, they're gonna kill you, bro. He won't listen. Um and then it just got complicated because obviously he had his he had his artist Dutravelli,
2: Um who is (coughs) Dutravelli
1: Duchavelli was one of Fox's soldiers um, who can rap Um, when Fox came home 2.19 because he went away for about a year um, I'm speaking to him for about two weeks before he gets home I'm speaking to him on a daily basis his thing is this artist is gonna go through the ceiling. We're gonna finance him, bus him. That's my project. You will not interested in nothing else. Do you get it? And that's what he done. He he beat the case. Fox came home, and then Dutch beat the case. Um. Fox's son was also on the the on the, the, um, um, the case EB too Cody um, they made a video pretty much straight away music video that blew up. now he's got an artist who's charting millions of views um but it got it's one thing saying yeah you, this artist is gonna blow up, but will it happen? but it's happened. But what he's done is he's, he's he's approached another guy, the plug, and said, look, you finance it and I'll give you, a, you know, we'll we, we make sure you're all right. And he agreed to do that until they, he realized how much money was involved because some money got offered for a mixtape. I think it was something like 150 bags. And At that point, the plug now wants all of Dachavelli so what he's doing now, um, is suckat yeah yeah name check suckat. Yeah. He's taking Dutch to dinner. Gives him a contract. Says sign that. So Dutch looks at this contract, and he goes, "Why have Fox's name on this contract? That's my manager, ain't it?" And the guy is like, "This must be Crox's friend." He's like, "Fuck Fox. He's too hot." don't want him involved in our business so Dutch has gone back and told Fox yo that guy ain't your friend bro he's trying to fuck you over so they fell out professionally with Sook at that point Sook gets a bit spiteful and says fuck it there was a beat that they bought they bought a beat I think they paid something like 15 bags for the beat but it should have cost 30. But because Dutch's sister, Stefan Don, it was her, her producer that actually um, provided the track, he gave it to them for half price because it's Dutch and so it's family. So, they said, uh, they said, so the guys are saying to, so we'll give you back your 15 bags. He goes, I don't want 15 bags. The track's worth 30. So at that point, I'm told from reliable sources, they they said, fuck it, just give him his 30 grand. He'd he never earn another penny off of this. They gave him his money, and that's what abled the track to come out. Do you get it? So now they need another investor. So they've got this other investor. So there's all these different little moving parts because now this artist is making, he's making a lot of noise. He done a, he done a, he done a big tune with, um, Stormzy, that blue, um, and Tion Wayne was on the same track. Um, and, yeah, um, obviously the pandemic, everybody went on lockdown. When they came off the lockdown, there was a video shoot for Dachavelli. Um, and Fox was killed. Um, Leaving the mansion party video shoot, Um, yeah, yeah, he was leaving with his two sons, Um, but he knew something was wrong because I've spoke to one of the sons, um, Kai, and Kai says when he was coming out, he goes, "We're walking out, just about to go through the last gate," he goes, "My dad turned back and gave me his phone," and. Um, car keys he's never done that why what for he goes you're not waiting there wait there wait there and he went out and that's when the car pulled up and 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 um literally killed him so then obviously it got all crazy after that because um all these different conspiracy theories um then it turned out that Dutch um was messaging uh, Fox's niece who was 14 under age, 14 or 13. Oh, I saw
0: that in the news, yeah. You saw that, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a big scandal, wasn't there? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, did you look at that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It was on the, It was all over the internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got that going on. <coughs> and
1: so then he got cancelled. So from being at that point, he's mostly really, behind Storms, he's the most popular um, artists on, on, on the streets. But then that's happened.
2: Did and he know she was 14?
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I, 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 I've spoke to various different people, including Fox's son, uh, sought messages with the girl's mum. And I've spoke to Dutch's right hand at that time. Um, Marv. In fact, I got about 500, um, Voice notes from him, him explaining A to Z what he thinks took place over those months. Um, yeah, there's there's, there's too there's too much. Do you get it? And yeah, Fox, yeah, RIP Fox was gone. So did Dutch of Ellie rebuild then from that. Did he rebuild? Yeah, he's been able to maintain. Um with the support of his sister and the clout that they've got within the industry because they control a lot of these um, I mean these these, these blogs and do you get it? Um, she's come out a couple of times and tried to defend him. Um, there was a video recently where Steph Don's crying, saying it's my brother why he would never do that. The guy who the guy who, um, who who started this rumor, he doctored, He it was Fox's son. He's not well. He's because he went mad, didn't he? One of the sons. Um, what's his name? Cody. He, he 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 lost his mind, and got put in a madhouse. And she's saying, "Look, this is the guy that made, doctored all these messages. He's not well. He's in a madhouse." Whoa, 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 whoa. But that's not the case. He wasn't the guy that stumbled across it. And she knows full well it wasn't him. It was the younger son that stumbled across it. Do you get it? It was never him. So while you're trying to paint this picture that it's the mad guy who's saying all this mad stuff and can't be taken serious, you really know it wasn't him. It was the younger son that actually stumbled across Dutch's messages to his cousin Fox's niece, do, 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 do you get it? Um, so she 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 knows that, and then the irony of it all is what no one doesn't know is exclusive, yeah, is that when Kai Fox's younger son found those messages, he took them to Sook, the guy who initially bankroll, Dutch's career. The guy who they've said, here's your 30 grand, you'll never get another penny off of us. So he's going to give it to him. I said, look, yeah, i never get another penny. And he gave it to people with influence with all the blogs and got him cancelled. So the same guy who started your career is the same guy who stopped your career. Mm. And you don't even know that. Do she, you she, 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 she get it? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that's yeah. where you're
3: at.
0: No. So, we've heard story after story, mind blowing, you know, all these attempts on your life, the gang wars, all this stuff. So, you were in like the deepest end of gangland activity and out of London wars. How do you go from that to being a critically acclaimed writer of plays and books and and doing the stuff you're doing now was the turning point while you were incarcerated that you had an epiphany yeah obviously with um
1: age maturity um I was also started to study i was studying for um a degree in English literature, and then the arts past and present um and I've done that to kind of build them up vocab.
0: To How help. did that come your way? The opportunity to do a degree in English literature?
1: Um, it, it was there for you. If you wanted to study, you could get the funding. Um, so the you, prison, the prison offers it. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the prison were um, 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 funded or not. Did you get it? So, um, you just go to education fill out like the relevant forms. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's a goal. So that's what I've done. I, um, I'm studying for that as well as learning the craft of writing as well as the
0: structure of screenplays and play scripts. And so if you go back to when you were in school then, how far did you take your reading and writing? Um, not very far in terms of um, um,
1: exams and stuff like that. When I left... Jamaica, I came back. Like I'm at 87. Um, I won't really. I think I might have went to one more school, Catford Boys. I think I went to. I was there maybe two, three weeks. Um, and I got kicked out. Um, nothing significant happened there. Only thing I remember is that's when everybody realised that I wasn't 15, as I said. Yeah, because <laughs> now. Obviously, I'm going to cat for boys, and a lot of the boys go, We knew you was only 13. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how, that's that's how it came about.
0: Because that's and a big leap, isn't it, from what you described as your education as a young person, degree in English literature.
3: Mm.
1: Do you know what? 100. percent But I think with Graham Grange, we learnt there. Do you get it? We and we enjoyed it.
0: Um, the teachers were really, really good. The way they structured their lessons and whatnot. How many years into your incarceration was that when you settled down to enjoying education? Um, maybe seven,
1: eight. Maybe seven, eight, six, seven, eight.
0: And had things died down with wars and things like that. No, it's, still, or- it's, 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 it's forever
1: ongoing. Do you get it? Um, it's all it's always on. It
0: was always ongoing. But, uh, so even in education, see, you got to watch who's in the class with you? No, well, you've you got to watch it, matter where you are, but um,
1: I had an electric typewriter with a word processor in it. So I was able to do... Um, so I would have a couple education classes for OU students. They'd give you maybe two hours in the afternoon on a Monday. You can go on a Wednesday and get another two hours, and you might be able to go on a Friday and get another two hours, and that's it for the week. Um,
2: so how how did you focus when you were in there studying with everything going on around you?
1: Just locked in, mm. yeah. Just 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 um, locked in. Because it was a challenge because um, you don't want to be putting in modules and getting back forty percent, thirty percent to get. But I'm getting back high. I'm thinking I didn't even finish school. Like everyone's running around with these degrees, like they're hard to get. They don't seem very hard to get to me because I'm I'm banging them out. To get. It? Um, and then I I I think I I contacted a director um, Esther Baker at Synergy Theatre to ask ask if she could help me get my autobiography published and she was like yeah that ain't my lane Um, but plays stuff like that that's what I do and she sent me a script called Lima's Kitchen Uh, which was about Murder Mile in Hackney. And it's written by a guy called Kwame. And I read the script, and it was an award-winning script. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of mistakes in this. It's a bit boring as well. She's like, well, do better then. I'm like, okay. And that was the birth of Every Coin. (laughs) I started to write Every Coin. Um. I think after I'd done two or three drafts they took it serious they're like yeah you got something here and then I entered the competition and I came third the synergy competition and that's when they decided they wanted to do the full production and I was in Long La- on Block I think I was, in- I was in Woodhill first um, and then I got transferred to Long Larton couldn't locate beefs got bare beefs so they don't want me in a jail um, so I was in the block for about two and a half months electric typewriter so I'm happy i got a full production this could be my one shot I'm catty I don't know when I'm getting out i got to make sure that this script is fire and makes noise on the road because I may never get another chance to do this again
2: what was the blurb on every coin? Um, um, quick rundown.
1: The blurb was, I wrote it, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was just about um, Islam behind the wall, behind, obviously in, in prison, and I can't remember it word for word, but it, it, it was just it, it was just about. Um, 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 the way people can use Islam Yeah um as a shield in jail but then what I what I tried to, what I tried to do was add different Muslim characters. So I'd have I had that one Muslim who was using um Islam as a shield, and another I had a white guy who was genuinely Muslim, um and another guy who was Character who was extreme, and um yeah, I remember researching that one. I spoke to a guy on a tea charge. Uh, I remember I was asking him why do you blow up buses and why do you blow up tubes? Do you get it? And he explained it. And I put it in a thing. And he goes, "The reason why we do that," he goes, "because." He said, the West, he goes, what's the difference between the West, a man, in, he goes, what's the difference between a, a soldier from the West who, who who presses the drone and it targets Iraq or Pakistan and kills 55 kids today, 55 women and 100 guys? He goes, what's the difference between that guy who's killing our kids and a brother who wakes up one morning that we feel, that's why we target who we target. It's like, okay, cool. So I I I um inserted that um, trait and thought process into that particular character. Do you get it? Whereas there's another character who's like, well, fuck that. Um, just because they walk like that doesn't mean we have to walk like that. Do you get it? So that's how, it, that, that, that's, that, that, that's how it came about. So getting back to what I was saying, I was in the, I was in the seg. And the last draft, I stayed up all night. Oh, I has got to go out the following morning. They're, they're on me. They're, like, I'm doing a draft, sending it. It's coming back two days later. need more emotion for the last section. Yeah, you got to change that. You're not feeling it. And I stayed up all night. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock the following morning. The doors open. I'm finished. Just finished putting. So, yeah, record we'll delivery. Send that, please. And they sent it to the theater, and I got a letter back two days, two three days later. They said one had one sentence: Soho's gonna need a new roof. That was it, and then it just went wild from there, from the auditions, um, obviously. The governor allowed me to put as much money as I wanted from private cash onto the phone because I had to speak to the actors and I had a stellar cast, you get
2: it. So you had to do all the auditions on the telephone?
1: No, in terms of... Uh, I had the... I was fortunate that I, I I had final say on who gets casted, but obviously they're directing me, aren't they? Like, look, this guy's hot. as his show real. But... um. Yeah. So yeah. While I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I'd find, I'd, I'd final say, do you get it? Um. And yeah. That's 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 the That's 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 the side it went down. Then it, every coin blew up, opened up. All the tickets were sold before the first night. And Clifford Samuels, who played lead, he played lead Um, Mal in my play, he told his agent a guy called Philippe Carden, who's a French guy. That was his agent, told him to sign me. So Philippe contacted me and said, look, I want to sign you. Da, 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 da. I know you're in Long and I'll travel up there, blah, blah, blah. He's the guy who done the deeds of gift and all that. Da, da, da.
0: And yeah, I was, I was on the path. Wow.
3: Mm. So that's, that's where
0: it started. So when things blow up for someone in prison like that in a good way, sometimes it causes resentment amongst people in prison and they mm-hmm. try and trip you up. Did you find anyone... Tried to sabotage you? Just the officers. Just the prison system. They oh, don't like in it. what ways? They don't like you to have a voice
1: um, outside the wall. So They, they, they hold back letters. Um, I'm putting out ads on Gumtree uh, for actors, actresses, um, PAs. Because I know what they're like. I'm saying send it recorded delivery to get... Um, in close photo. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be reading a blank C V in jail, did you get it? And um Yeah, I got loads of replies. Um uh, remember I got remember this this actress from Oliot called Zoe Lister. still remember her name now. She even replied and said, I'll be your PA, did you get it? I'm like, what? You get me? Uh, but the screws, they owed they owed it back for four or five weeks. Yeah, they're fucked up like that. Do you get it? They're really yeah. They try and slow you down any way they can. Any way they can cause you a
0: problem, they can cause call, call you a problem. They will, they will, they will, they would they, they don't support positive stuff. So the staff in the education department then would they encourage in and, and they, happy? Were cool. they were all
1: they were all wow
0: like Channel 4's involved
1: and yeah they like they like all that censors the all the females who are reading the letters there. Very supportive, it's just the security and actual governance of the prison, they don't like it. Even one governor came and saw me and said, We don't know what to do. Internet, uh money, females. We've never this we've never experienced this before. I'm saying let's embrace it. It could be worse, it could be drugs, it's legit.
2: Mm. How were Channel 4 involved?
1: Um This lady called Claire Slater. I, believe, I think her name was Claire Slater. Uh, she worked for Rare Day, R A R E Day, which was a ed, uh, which was a ed hunting company for Channel Four, and she wrote to me random. And she's like, "I went and watched your play, loved it. Thank you for introducing me to this world. I'm gonna take a little liberty here. and Arts, can I go and pitch your um project?" To channel four. I was like, yeah, crack on. And that's how the negotiations initially started with channel four, even though nothing came of it. But um, yeah, that's how channel four
0: got involved okay. early stages. How did the success of that affect you psychologically? Ah, oh, what do you mean? So like you're in prison, you're doing you know you've settled down to education, you've written this play, and all of a sudden you've accomplished a lot in a short period of time. Did it mentally, like how did you process that? Did it, you think, right, I'm on the right track here now. I've got this project in mind for my next one. I've got this project in mind for the next one. Did, did it change, you know, what, what your future plans were? Things like that. Yeah, obviously, because I I, I realised quickly that um,
1: I can write to a certain standard. Did, did you get it? And so, your confidence be- went up in your ability. Yeah, just no, I wouldn't say confidence went up, uh, but definitely reassurance. Because um, I can't. I, I was in love, I'm, and I'm, I'm I still am. I'm in love with the the the, uh, the idea and uh, the art of building characters and story. Just for my name, okay, Samantha. She smokes. She drinks. She drives a black golf.
3: <laughs>
1: She's got four toes. Got three funny. cats. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> um, on Wednesday, she goes to bingo. Whatever it is. And then when you see actors breathe life into what was just her name, it's crazy. Because remember, everything the actor does, everything the character does is what you've written. They sneeze, they laugh, touch their ear, with the hat a little bit, saw what you've written in the script directions. So when you watch all of this, um, for me, I just found it. I just knew that um, yeah, I got to stick. Well, I'm definitely going to stick at this, and
0: um, i found it quite easy, and I and I and I love doing it. Do you prefer to pluck characters out of thinner like you just described, or base them on people like the guy who was in for terrorism?
1: Um. I didn't really base the old character on him; just that particular. You get me? So the character I built the character from whatever, but with that, that was just the final bit. Bam! Okay, you just yeah. Um uh, but yeah, I, I prefer to just build them from scratch, like scratch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. Then um, yeah. Then I had to kind of make a decision. Uh, I stopped my degree after three years. I couldn't do both. Um. At that point, there was a running joke with the director and everyone there saying, I think I'm running Hollywood for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've had one hit play. <laughs> you know, like that. And I just started focusing on writing a lot of scripts to make sure i got film scripts or screenplays and um, um for when I come home. Do you get it? And also I was writing my autobiography at the same time as well but it was all geared for when I come home, that I've got material. I don't need to
0: sit down and write material. I've got the material good to go to make films of substance. So in the degree then, what you've studied so far, was it like the works of certain authors or certain, you know, which which uh, literature resonated the most with you?
1: Um... The first thing I really studied on the Arts part was um Cleopatra learning about her and all of that stuff.
0: Yeah. Forty Eight <laughs> Laws. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um Didn't she like like her own sister or, or kill her own sister? She done a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, um
1: then you know you you know, I learnt so much, man. Benin, places like Benin and learnt about slavery in there. Um uh, yeah, I remember I used to have mad debates with my um tutor. Cause I had a tutor, OU tutor, used to come in once a month, and I never forget. I was reading, and I was I was learning about the encyclopedia, and I concluded that um this guy I can't remember what his name is um he was a racist, and then when I when I was from studying the um. Uh, my degree and certain modules I noticed that um, there was a there was, there was a lot of um, slave ships and they would have I don't know say 5,000 slaves on this boat and none of them can read and write and then this white guy would write this book saying yes I've just got on this slave ship they've taught they, they treat me so well I can't believe it I'm a Muslim but this Christian gentleman, he just looks after me like I'm one of his own. And when I arrived in London, there was this other white guy waiting for me and he offered me a job in the church. And then Jesus Christ just came into my life and I'm saved. But they would attributed it to the slave, he wrote it. Did you get it? Yeah. So when I saw that they'd done all that and they manipulated, because people reading, wow, this story is wow, he's been captured and he found God. God must be great, it was that kind of, Do you get it? Uh, I remember I've done a module, uh, I'm saying, well, encyclopedia's nonsense because that's where people go to get facts on racism. But if the guy who wrote the encyclopedia is a racist and he's biased and he's manipulating it, why the fuck are we going back to this encyclopedia for facts on racism? It don't make no sense. So I said to my tutor in my module, um, I hope you're not too harsh on me for uh, 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 my response. And that was my response. But she gave me a big mark. <laughs> mm. Did reading change your worldview? I read like no man's read before. Like Don King said. If you know Don King, no man's read like Don
0: King. <laughs> Have
2: you heard how many Sean read in a space of...
0: Malcolm X did a lot as well. How many yeah. did you do? Can't remember exactly. Yeah, but Malcolm did a X did a lot of reading, oh. didn't he? Yeah.
3: Figure.
1: You're never there. I think that helps you because a lot of guys, if you don't read or you, your mind isn't focused on something. Then all you can be focused on is it. it's like you're sitting in this room, mm. you watch a bit of telly, focus on the pitch. This is it. You're locked in this room. It's going to get a bit, do you get it? Get you but up if yourself. you're studying, you're doing this different things, then your mind's always ticking, over. It's always, always, do you get it?
2: Yeah, TV rots the brain. Do,
1: do, do you get it? So mm. I, for me, it was... I'd done my sentence in different stages. Do you get it? Appeal, I'm going to get off this. It's not enough evidence. Like sure i can sure and can get this overturned. Then you go from that to the... Study art right, and boom, I throw my hands up. Let me just do the courses and get out of there. Then you got move to the next stage. Um, I'm going to study for a degree. Or, do you get it? So my mind was always... Fully occupied, do you, do you get it? But, um, yeah, getting back to your question, yeah, that's that's how it started. A lot of history, and um, the books because there were so many stop, start, stop, starts. Because by the time I got back to DCAT in 2018, I signed with a new, um, kind of like PR team, um, agent, um, uh, woman called. Zoe um, Wainwright and she had a link with Netflix uh, and some other little links but it it, it didn't come through. Do you get it? So by the time I got out 2.19 I thought fuck it let me put these couple audio books out there because I've I've got them written. Um, They weren't supposed to be audio but let's do it. And I, I just and it took off. What are they called for the viewers? A product of my environment. Um, book one, book two, and book three is about to um, be published. And you can check this. Check you can check my work out on the game changing moment um, YouTube channel, uh, the GCMENT Instagram, or on the GCM ENT group website where you can purchase either
0: book one or book two via a credit card. All the links will be in the description box below this video. So where are you at now then? What's what's the day in the life for you like now? Just working, man, just working. Um, obviously, I came out in September.
1: Um,
2: what was it like the day of your release? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it
1: was cool. Were you
2: excited? Man. Excited, so, ready to work, man. I was just ready focus. to work.
1: And all my emails ready. Which one you must send my emails to <laughs> I was just I was just good to go. I was just yeah, I was just I was just ready. Oh, God. Um and obviously since I've come home um I've just been working. Um I signed a contract for an exclusive um uh, with a lady called Angelique who works with Sky. Um and um. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I'm at, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to um, get a feature film project up in there.
0: So, what made you want to do a YouTube channel?
1: Because I sell books. I, obviously, I have got audio books, and um, yeah, that was the only reason really.
0: That I, was a couple of years ago. You actually started the channel, was it?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah it was a couple of years ago, I started the channel.
0: Now you're back to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of stopped while I was away. Mm. Um, got a good social media guy who kind of, while I was, tell a lie, while I was away, I had a social media guy who was kind of maintaining it. Because um, I done, remember I, done my, I recorded my second audio book while I was in custody because that fox died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I had to basically, um, a product of my environment, book two. Um, I wrote it. And then my PA, Natasha, big up Natasha. Yeah, she works crazy. Um, Yeah, she downloaded the app where you can record the phone calls. So she's recording my phone call while I'm reading my... So then she records what I've said. Then she sent it to... um, uh, Transcriber. Transcriber's listen to what I've said. She writes the script. She's writing the script. Then it goes back to the PA. PA reads it back to me on the phone. Um, I green light it, then it went to the actor. We got the actor from putting an ad out on starnow.com. He goes in his booth, he recorded it, sends it back to the PA. She plays it to me. Yeah, I like this. Then it goes to the sound sound effect expert. He put the sound effects. And that's how we done the whole book from start to finish. Yeah, book two. And what's your autobiography called? Um Well obviously we've got a product of my environment, book one and book two. The my actual bio, I haven't really got a name for it yet. I've got two or three I'm playing with, but I haven't decided. Um none of them don't feel right. Yeah, but to, to to tell us what they yeah. are. Yeah, no, no. No. <laughs> and even a <laughs> product yeah. of my environment it's not gonna be um I'm not gonna call it that because there's a lot there's a there's a few other books called
0: a product of my environment that I've discovered recently. But um yeah.
2: <laughs> Exciting.
0: So, so for the people watching this then, how can they support you and follow you and get your books? Just from the same um, all, um links that you're obviously put up in the description.
1: G C M E N T um um, 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 Instagram, obviously game changing moment, YouTube. Um, but yeah, I just want to make it clear that we're not glamorizing this. No, I was um, going to
2: ask what your biggest lesson is from a, from prison.
1: From prison?
2: Mm.
1: That's not worth it. Um, it's a waste of time. You waste your time in the, those places. Um, Um, I think more importantly, I think you just gotta, everyone's different. I think, I don't know, but, I think if you've lived that life of crime, it isn't easy just to walk away. Do you get it? Um, Because for some, that's all they know. Do you get it? So maybe it was, uh, made a bit easier for myself 'Cause obviously one I've made a decision to turn my life on, um turn my life around. But I've also got a career. Do you get it? Whereas not everybody's got that. Um do you, 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 you get it? But I feel like um with my auto bio, I definitely want the the, the the younger generation to know it's a lie. The game's a lie, do you get it? Because they're force-fed all these different narratives by these different platforms and these different players. Uh, it's all bollocks. Like this one's gangster, he's bad. That he lives by the rules when he doesn't. Do you get it? So what they're kind of seeking or what they're trying to achieve isn't even achievable. Do you, do you get it? So I just want them. So as long as they, they can read my story and I'm telling you, it's not worth it. I'm telling you, it's all bullshit. And that's, that's, that's job done. Um, and that's all I'm just trying to do. I'm just trying to, um, be as successful as I can within my field. Um, whether that's theatre and film or, um, whatever. But at the same time, let these guys know, these young guys know that, like, yeah, don't follow these other guys that are leading you down this path. It's bullshit.
2: Agreed.
0: Strong message to end it on. So please let us know in the comments what you thought about this. What a hell of a journey. One of the best podcasts that we've ever had, definitely. And um, all the links will be in the description box below the video. So check them out. Please support our guests. And and huge thank you for coming on. Yes, thank, thank you. You, I mean, yes, yes. Yes, my you like yeah, it? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah? yeah.
3: I yeah. It. Okay.
4: Here at Boomer and Gen, we offer a wide range of organic or recycled clothing. We all know our planet is important. We only have this one. So it's vital that we all work together to slow down and reverse the changes to the environment. Whilst we all know that big industry are having a significant effect on pollution, here at Boomer and Gen, we believe that if we all make small changes, we can do our part. Fast fashion causes detrimental effects to the planet. Not only is nearly 20% of global wastewater produced by the fast fashion industry, but there is a considerable amount of fast fashion ending up in landfill. So let's move away from fast fashion items that are only worn once or twice and start wearing extremely comfortable, durable and environmentally friendly clothing and ethical jewellery. Boomer & Jen was founded in a quiet town in Devon in 2018. It has now gone from strength to strength as the world is becoming more aware of the current climate situation, helping our customers to buy sustainable, quality clothing. All of our products are fair trade and registered with the Global Organic Textile Standard Association. Check us out on organic cotton clothing
0: dot co dot press is proud to announce the publication of big joe egan the toughest white man on the planet and that statement came from none other than mike tyson who wrote the introduction to the book if you want to check it out the link is in the description box below the video it's got almost five stars on amazon And it is mind-blowing stories of Joe's rise in boxing. You've got the crime story of what went down at the pub, the war at the pub, Joe's incarceration, and how the toughest white man on the planet could not be held down, how he rebuilt his life, he's gone from strength to strength, and what he's, you know, you can see right now what he's doing all over the world. So links will be in the description box, below the video. Thanks for watching.
2: And if you want to see the full podcast, it's on our channel now.
0: In which he talks about Michael Francis, Tyson, and loads of big names that he's worked with. Fascinating stories. Check it out. So the book, Big Joe Egan, Toughest White Man on the Planet, is available in all three formats. Audio, ebook, and paperback worldwide on Amazon. Link in the description box.